What up, Joes, and welcome to episode 120 of the Average Joes MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan, Raphael Chida, Raphael, Jesus Christ. Hi. I drink a lot of soda, so they call me Dr. Pepper. <laughs> Thank you for saving that fucking intro, because <laughs> every so often my tongue has this thing where it just doesn't want to move. No, no, I get you. It happens to me you. when I'm rapping, dude. It happened to me today in the studio. I was fucking Ooh. trying to trying to record a track, and my tongue just said, "Nah, we ain't, we ain't gonna move." Oh, you were, you were laying down some fresh beats. Well, maybe that's what it was. You were laying beats today. Now, now we got to go at it for uh, I was laying, for an hour thirty. I was laying some vocals, you know. Yeah, no. It, but every every so often, I'll be I'll be trying to rap something. My tongue just goes, "Nah, be," and just sits there and doesn't move, and it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. So the words don't come out right, and then I sound like I'm stupid or I got peanut butter in my mouth or something. Dude, my voice starts going after the after the hour. It gets raspier. Like it's I don't know. It just starts sounding weirder. My yeah. throat gets a lot drier after my one hour of uh of the podcast I do. Yeah, mine'll do that sometimes too. Or like when I'm recording today, I had fucking tea, a beer, and water all sitting there while I was recording. Like I'm fine here because it's me and you going back and forth. But when it's just me talking about right. WWE, I gotta kind of keep it going, keep it going, and though. Yeah, it all depends on how many takes I gotta do. Like, this is a song I've, we've performed live already a, a few times, like enough times where I know everything really well. So, mm-hmm. I, I like my delivery and everything's cool. I can knock it out quickly. But yeah, my my goal while I've got some time off is to try to spend a little more time. I need to get some of your music just so I could uh, put it on my phone, like the MP3 shit. <sighs> I'll bring you. You gave me the link a while ago, but I I'll, never, I'll, I never downloaded. It. I'll bring you a CD when I come down. That way I could put it on my phone. Yeah, I'm gonna spark up this joint. Look who's got a joint tonight. Oh, I was gonna roll a joint, but I got lazy. I saw you rolling it too, and I'm like, if I if I knew how long we we're gonna take uh, before we got into it, I would have rolled it. I just thought we were gonna go. Oh, you had you saw me rolling, so you had time. If you had, yeah, if I but, had enough time to roll while I was talking to you, you had enough time to roll. Nah, I'm not. I don't roll like you. You you roll all the time. I bet you're a lot faster and proficient than I am. Right. I'll admit it. I'm all a right. glass all right. All right. All right. All right. All right. I can roll. I, I can roll a joint. I know you can roll a joint. But I ain't gonna be the fastest. I ain't gonna be looking the quickest. I'm gonna find, arriba, arriba, andale, andale. I'm gonna find out firsthand here in a couple of weeks. Oh yeah, right. I might need to get papers. <laughs> I've, had, I've had this pack for I don't know how long, and I did. <coughs> no, I think there might be one left. I'll bring some paper. I don't know. How, I've had it for like a year. I just don't buy them. Because uh, I don't go to smoke shops because I have my glass. The only times I've gone is when I've actually like broken it and I need a new piece. But I haven't been recently. Smoke shops, with I've said this before, is within fucking blocks of my house. Like I can stand on my corner and see it. So Those... They all kind of blow here. Like really bad. We got some good ones. Michigan knows what's up. Well, you guys, you guys, you know, been, you guys have wised up a while ago. You guys are cool. We've had some dank ass headshots for a long time, though. I'm pretty sure there's some over here. I just don't know where they're at. But like the ones in the south side or the ones I've seen, meh. 
I saw better ones on campus in Champaign, but you know that's understandable. You have a hotbed of uh, hipsters and hippies and college hippies and right. So, so yeah, yeah. No, I'll bring uh, I'll bring some extra papers and shit with me too. So just watch out for fucking Indiana. Well, fuck Indiana. Luckily, I only got to be. Luckily, I only got to be in Indiana for a, a fucking hot second before I get into Illinois. So, how how long is it from Muskegon to, or just how long in Indiana do I have to be? Yeah, just Indiana. I don't know, like Gary. Okay, fifteen twenty minutes, maybe a half hour at the most. And it's it's, it's all not through very the sky, far. Or sky fucking ramp or whatever, or it's all through the Skyway. Yeah, something like that. Well, that's how that that's what I would take, I guess, to go. Uh, into Detroit would be through the Skyway to go to Michigan. Yeah, yeah, is what they call it here. from the ninety ninety four. I think at least mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm talk- I don't know why I'm talking to you like you wouldn't know. No, I know ninety. But... I know that part. I mean, I've, dri- okay, I've okay. driven to Chicago. This yeah, would be my should've. third time or so driven driving okay. to Chicago. So um... yeah, so like the ninety ninety four, pretty much it would split. The one way would be going to Memphis to Champaign, where I'd be going. Then the other way, Skyway to Detroit, which I've been one time before, but never driving. Well, I wasn't the one driving the car. I was in the back seat when he went to, oh, Canada. Oh, yeah. You take 94 over to fucking to 69. Mm-hmm. 69. 69 to 75. Makes sense. No, I'll, yeah, be, I'll just be coming. I'll be coming down the lake, down 31, mm-hmm. and then over to hey, 94. Hey, you know what we should do? What? We should buy a boat. <laughs> we should buy a boat. I don't have yeah, a. We're... I don't have a job, bro. All right. Okay. I'll I'll start working on it. Well, here here we go. Fans of Average Joe's MMA podcast, we're about to start a group fund me for a boat that me and Jeff are gonna buy, and whenever we want to chill with each other, we're just gonna fucking go down Michigan. How badass would that be, bro? <laughs> bro, you know it's probably just cheaper to drive back and forth to Muskegon from Muskegon to Chicago. How much cooler would it be on a boat? Pretty cool for a certain. You how many bitches can, can you get on a boat too? You'd be like, "Hey, I got a boat." Ain't neither one of us bringing no bitches. Let's if, be, we, if we got a, if we got a boat, let's be we're real. Bringing tons of bitches. Let's be real. No work with the boat. You just say I got a boat. That's it. <laughs> you know what's so. up. <laughs> For real though, you do got to come up to Michigan this summer. Yeah, we got. I'll definitely make it out this summer. We got to plan that out because summertime's the best time to come to Michigan when it's nice. We'll just fucking we'll do some shit. I'll get you high as balls. You come up for a fucking like. Plan it out. You come up for like a pay per view weekend or something. Just come up and hang out. Come to fight night with the boys. Meet yeah, the homies. Because I'm still gonna have fight campaigns, but not as often. They're just gonna be whenever, whenever the select few that hit me up want to do them. Yeah. I, I'm just gonna deny the other people when they're like, "Hey, what are you doing today? Watching the fights and doing something else? Leave me alone." Yeah, come to come come hang out for a fight night, man. We I got one rule: if you leave hungry or not high, that's your problem. You fucked up. Mm-hmm. There's, there's plenty of opportunities to fill your fucking ass food and fill your ass with marijuana. Nice. Nice. Depending on the fight card, like, <coughs> if it's, like, a big fight <coughs> and it's nice, like, 
I'll get like a dank ass spread and like we've done steaks, we've done like I'll grill up a bunch of chicken breasts and some like I make a really good marinade, make a bunch of chicken breasts and stuff like that. But <coughs> last night we got that giant ass pizza I sent you that picture of. Yeah, it looks good. <coughs> it was good as fuck. It was good as fuck. Oh, I haven't I haven't gotten the breaded steak or the pizza from Reco Benny's. My brother's gone recently, but couple weeks. I got the I got the hamburger. I'm like, you know what? I'm still gonna hold off on that because I had it for like two, three weeks in a row, and then I'm like, you know what? Jeff's coming soon, and I've had this too many times in a row. It's Seven. too heavy. I don't want to burn myself out. Seventeen days, bro. Damn. Seventeen. It's the tenth, man. You had me confused for a second. I'm like the tenth. I'm like it's the, it's the twenty seventh. No, no, no. Today is the tenth. So we yeah, got, yeah, that, that, so we got seven. At, we got seventeen I days. The, I looked at my computer thing. I'm like, okay, he meant today's the tenth. Yeah, today's the tenth. For we, a second, I'm like, does he think it's the tenth that the, the show is? Because I'm like, it's nah, not the tenth. Nah, bro. Nah, we're right, good. good. We're good. Right. I got the tickets within view at all times, so you're they're getting, not going anywhere. You're getting your USC ticket this week, aren't you? I might have to wait out a week because I need to buy some fucking shit this week. And I, I hope they don't sell out in a week. But I don't, Dude, I they're not going to sell out in a yeah. week. Yeah. Me and my brother will spot me this week, and then I got him next week. The thing is, I've, I've been putting in a lot of overtime, so I'll be good next week. It's like, just I let even, too much gather up right now. Even with the title fights on there, like, they're not huge names that people it, – it's not, it's not going to sell out quick. It's, it, it's interesting for me. Like it's it's a big card for me because oh I understand it's people Can, I know no no like like you said it's it, it might not sell out because the the fan base the, right right well the I, larger won't be like oh that's something I need to see ah. I was I was just gonna use my own experience in Detroit as you know a similar thing like Detroit was a good card it was a very good card it was a great card but wasn't anything that I fear I still bought tickets pre sale because just in case but. Yeah, yeah, you should be fine. I might just get them anyway. Cause it's like I'll, I'll see what's up. I just move some stuff around, maybe. One of our listeners got tickets like the week of. John, the thing did. is, I, I want to get good. I want to get good seats, so I might move some stuff around just so I can buy the tickets and then fix myself next week. It's not. It's, it, won't, it won't be tough. It's a. It's a matter of doing it. It's a matter of wanting to do it. Right. So. I might have to, because it's the UFC. Even though we already got our Bellator tickets, but fuck yeah! But the UFC is the UFC. Yeah. If I wasn't and it's right down the block, right? Dude. If I wasn't already committed, I'd be. I would probably. Well, maybe not now in my current situation, but had I had I not <clears throat> already been committed to a show to see a band that I've never seen and really want to see anyway, mm-hmm. um, I would totally be coming to Chicago. My brother works at Malcolm X. My dad works at Malcolm X. They're both custodians there. Yeah. So that they have parking passes at the parking lot, the right next to the United Center. Dope. So I even have free parking to go to the UFC one. There you go. That's what's all up. Stars at all, so we can't take advantage of yeah, that. Yeah, that's like an what you said, like an hour away. Uh, with traffic, yeah, an hour away. We should get there within like thirty minutes if there's no traffic. Forty forty minutes. But it's in the burbs. It Joint crew. Yeah, you you know whenever the comedians are like, uh, we're in Chicago this weekend, and they're like, we're in 
the Rosemont, and then they're like, where is that? And it's it's right outside of Chicago. It's like right by um, O'Hare. It's right by O'Hare Airport. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've ever been, but yeah. I don't think I have ever been to O'Hare. Dude, I've never been on a fucking plane. Can you believe that bullshit? Word? I've never flown on a plane. Every time I've gone to Mexico, which I've been a lot, it's been car or bus, Jesus. which fucking sucks. I said that must have been brutal. 36 hours, yeah. Fuck that, dude. Horrible. I've been on, I've flown. Not that I'm scared. I've been on roller coasters. I just yeah. No, I've flown, I haven't flown a ton, but I've, I've got, most of my flights are like Florida and stuff, but. Um, I've flown fucking across the ocean. Okay, I've okay. never been across. I've never been across the pond. That's something I need to do. I went to I went to London like days after I graduated high school. Nice. Yeah, it nice. was pretty. It was pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I was nine hours on a fucking plane over the ocean. Nice. It was boring. I've I've been to Canada, Mexico, and U.S., but only like. I only like dipped my feet into Canada pretty much. I only went over the border like Windsor. And I was like, "Hey, what's up, Canada?" And then I took off after like a couple of days. I've never been to I Canada. It's fucking. Huh? You're right there. I yeah, know. you could probably throw a rock. Problem is, is like when I was younger, whatever. But like as I've gotten older, a bunch of my friends have gotten DUIs. So like a lot of the oh, people okay. I would want to go to Canada with. Can't... I thought you were gonna see. You got raped by a Canadian. No. Uh, verbally, maybe, by Ryan. <laughs> by Ryan. Um, No, but, that, like, a lot of the people I would want to go to Canada with can't go because they have DUIs. Okay. Canada don't want our drunks. Yeah. So, it's like, yeah, okay. Because, like, my, my old roommate, Bear, there was, like, some shit a couple times we talked about going to Canada, but Bear's got DUIs and he can't go. That sucks. Just like Joey, he's kidnapped the person. He can't go to who? Joey Diaz. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's, yeah, because he's got a he's got, the time. he's got a felony. He can't go to Canada. Yeah. Oh, he's actually getting it fixed because he wants to go to Cuba and shit. And he wants to start doing Australia and like before he starts getting even older. So I think he just has to pay the fine and he doesn't have to go do the bullshit in Seattle about kidnapping the dude. Kidnapping the, the dude over coke. Yeah. That story's so fucked. Yeah, people are, are always <laughs> ask me, like, hey, do you think Joey Diaz lies about his stories? I'm like, I don't think so. Nope. I'm like, I don't think so. He might embellish some stuff, but I don't think he lies. Joey's just a dude that's seen some shit. Yeah, and they're like, do you think so? And I'm like, look, dude, when you're involved in that coke world, I'm like, I'll, I believe anything. I'm like, I did coke once, and I saw how crazy it was. I felt like Superman, and then I'm like, I'm out of this shit. I'm done. The next day, I was like, I'm done with that. I'm never doing that again. Dude, you could drink forever. You just oh. want to party? I've never done coke. done coke. No, I've never done coke, but I've taken Adderall and drank. And I'm like, yeah, you just drink for fucking ever. Yeah, dude. I, I just wanted to try it once, and I was already drunk. And I'm like, you know what? I want to try this cocaine shit. I told my friend, I'm like, let let me try a bump, and he gave me two bumps. No. Uh, I, I went for more drinks and fucking... Uh. I've been around plenty of it because uh, I used to be friends with these guys in a band. Well, I've been friends with a lot of guys in bands, but this band in particular. <laughs> and, like, 
they all fucking partied hard and like their other fans all did a fucking party so there was always coke around but it was just never my thing weed and pills might just always been weed well i liked weed but i also discovered i liked pills yeah well not even always like it was nothing i would drink occasionally before i mean i like alcohol too but nah coke coke kind of freaked me out and so i just never fucked with it it freaked me out after the first. I knew it was bad, and then I did it once, and then I'm like, "Oh shit, no way!" And then I saw how it was made, like in the documentary. A little bit after that on Netflix, like maybe a month or something after that, and they were like cutting it with gasoline. And I'm like, "Okay, I'm never doing that shit again." Nah, bro. I'm like, that was it. Yep, I've seen my fair share of it, but just never appealed to me. Mm-hmm. No thanks. I'll stick to weed. Yeah, I'll do your thing. Yeah. I'll stick to bud. Yeah. I don't even drink anymore. I don't even fucking... I got nothing against alcohol. It's just not for me. I don't like feeling like shit. I like to drink beer. The problem is is that... I mean, I don't drink a lot of beer. I barely drink at home. I have, I'll i buy like a six-pack of beer, and a lot of times it'll last me for fucking more than a month. Because like I'll, mm-hmm. I'll go in spurts, I'll drink a couple beers, and then I'll be like, eh. Summertime, I drink a little more beer when it's hot out. Like I like a good shower beer. But I don't go out drinking on the weekends too often unless I go to the brewery. And I drink a lot, and then I walk home. You're responsible. I'm responsible. Yeah. It's commendable, bro. Thanks, man. Well, I've been to jail, so I know I don't want to go back. Oh, yeah. You know, see? And you learn from your mistakes. It's smart, bro. It just took me a couple of times of going to jail. Because apparently I didn't learn the first time. Wow. Hey, bro, you can't be ragging on jail. <laughs> jail, jail, fucking sucks. The jail, fuck, I can't rag on the, jail. Not according to the boys, bro. <laughs> you yeah. have badass part liquor parties and smoke dope all day. Yeah, maybe in Canadian jail, not in the U.S., <laughs> not in Muskegon <laughs> County. I love the Trailer Park Boys. <laughs> Oh, parts all day. Yeah. Uh, you watched WrestleMania? I did. You know I watched WrestleMania. We talked about it. <laughs> I was messaging yeah. you during WrestleMania. Yeah, I actually I restarted my fans. Are, this is for the fans, all right? <laughs> I restarted my subscription. You could have just been like, "Hey, so You just broke the fourth wall, bro." Fuck the fourth wall. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, I restarted my subscription for the fuck of it to watch WrestleMania. I've watched some other shit on the network. Um, oh my! What did you think of Mania? Uh, it was okay. Like it wasn't. It wasn't bad. Um, the John Cena fucking Undertaker squash match was stupid. Oh my god, dude! I almost, I almost had to stop podcasting because of that. Oh, I didn't uh, know you were podcasting when I was texting you. I oh, no, you no, 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 it wasn't, it wasn't, that, but like, so months before, not maybe, no, 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 like a month before this, uh, Cena came out and he's like, I want a shot at WrestleMania and I didn't win the five person thing. And everyone was hinting at him calling out the Undertaker, but he hadn't done it yet. And I tweeted, I'm like, if he calls out the Undertaker, I'm going to quit my podcast. And he did kind of call it the Undertaker, but then he took it back. So I'm like, all right, I got to say it. I don't have to do it. 
But then, like, the next week he did. But I didn't tweet that time. So I'm like, okay, I get to keep my podcast. <laughs> but then The Undertaker showed up at WrestleMania, which was fucking stupid. The whole thing like a, was stupid. Dude, they had, like, a two-minute match. The the Elias bullshit was stupid. That was his name, right? Elias? Yeah, Elias. Um. Yeah. The him running out, like, being told by the referee and him taking the shine after Asuka... And Flair, possibly the for me, that was my favorite match of the night. The I thought Oscar that was a great match. Flair, that was, and I, that was probably number two. Me looking forward, it, it, like going into it, that was my number two match that yeah. I wanted to see. And it lived up to what I thought it it, it should have. Maybe I, I thought they should have let them go a little bit longer, but WWE's not like that. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling would have let them go for an hour. Yeah. I mean, the fucking length, Jesus Christ. Mm. Like, I'm used to some long-ass UFC events, but I didn't expect what it started at 7, so, and it went to five hours of just the main WrestleMania. Plus, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. plus no, you they... people that tuned in for the fucking countdown show with two so, uh, two what, hours of that shit with all those matches. Like, goddamn. What, what's happening is they're stacking it more and more and the pay-per-views are they're doing it more and more they're just adding more and more matches and I'm, it's getting too much because now I have to watch the pre-shows too because now there's premier matches on there all the time right i mean i mean it's so really no different than the ufc doing it um what they do you know their their fucking fights start at six o'clock and go till one in the morning so Exactly. But I, I don't know. I was just kind of tired, I guess, from the night before, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Me, too. We went we went till 2. Yeah, we went till 3 over here. Yeah, you went. Yeah, because you're even later than me. So, yeah. Oh, dude, the next day I went to Meatheads, and I got some fucking chili cheese fries with the nephews. I took them out. They had never... So I'm taking them to the best burger spots in Chicago, and next is Five Guys. And I took them from... I took them in order. They've eaten Wendy's, they've eaten that, so next was Smash Burger, then we went to Meatheads, and now we're going to Five Guys, which is my favorite burger, burger spot, because they don't have chili cheese fries, and it's kind of unfair because Meatheads does have Cajun fries, but you can make them chili cheese Cajun fries, and then put jalapenos and diced onions on top. Yeah. I'm, I'm listening to you, I'm I'm just... I'm uh... Our friend is ready to go. Oh, hopefully we can get him in. Hopefully, yeah. Well, I, I could just back out, and then you could just call me back, right? Um. Yeah, we can do that if you want. Well, after, like, if it doesn't work. Yeah, I'll like, try. We we'll try the it. first time. We'll try it like normal the first time. We're trying to add Ryan for once. He's we'll still uh, be recording, right? Yeah. All right. All right. Let me see. Let's add see. Call. Yeah, but uh, I worked at Meatheads for six months. Oh. Uh, you guys still got oh, me? Oh, yeah, I got you. We had him, okay. for, I thought, for a hot second, but. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, you. I remember you telling me you worked at Meatheads. Yeah, Meatheads wasn't bad, but, you know. They didn't pay me enough. Their food was good, but, you know, all Angus beef. I don't know why I'm plugging their fucking food, but it's pretty good. It's funny because as soon as I walked in, I smelled the the potatoes and water because, they, you know, 
you cut the potatoes and you have them soaking in water to get the starch out, and then you take them out of the water, and then they drain all the water off, so all the starch is off of them, and then they cook better. And um, as soon as I walked in, I smelled it, and it kind of brought me back. I was it kind of, it hit me like a little bit of shock. I'm like, oh shit, do I gotta go back to work? Do I gotta go fucking start cutting potatoes? Kadoof, kadoof, kadoof. So now, nah, like, <laughs> soon after that, I'm like, nah, fuck that shit. You know, time to get some chili cheese fries and destroy them. But the nephews loved it. Uh, we went toy hunting afterwards. I found a badass. Uh, Frieza. I'm not exactly sure what they call their series of toys, but they have like a badass series, like of what would be the equivalent of elites in WWE or legends in Marvel. So they're fully articulate. Frieza's got like three sets of removable hands, and uh, I'm gonna get Vegeta soon. So I love Dragon Ball Z too. I'm gonna try to catch up on the the newer seasons. I don't know how much of Dragon Ball Z you're into. I don't, I've never really watched it. No? I think it'd be hard for you to get into it. It's a little bit, you're a little bit too too older for it. Yeah. All right, I can't do it, so. Uh, you want me to back up? Yeah, hang up. I'll call you right back as soon as I get Ryan on. All right, peace out. All right, bye. I'll be back. Damn right you will be. All right. Fucking Technology. Let's see if we can get the fight killer. God damn it, Ryan. Yay for technology. Can't get Ryan on the call. And I'm doing this by myself while trying to text Ryan. Hooray. I hate doing this. This is why we try to do this shit. Before the show starts. And of course, he's not answering his messages. So. Fun. Gotta love it. Let me see if I call them both at the same time. God damn it. Yo, did it kick? No, he, it kick right he's not. He's. It's not even showing that he's online. I was hoping maybe it would... Um, I was hoping it would, uh, so bear with us with our technical difficulties. Yeah, that, that was fucking super cool. Just sitting there by myself, <laughs> talking to myself. All right, dude, I, I do it for an hour a week. I'm getting more used to it, you know? Yeah. All right. It's just. It's just a matter of not sitting there drolling on and on in a monotone voice, which is some people do that. They'll get on there and they'll fucking do that shit all day. Oh, I was singing you like know, an idiot. Get be, all right. You got to be wacky like Kramer, bro. He says he's online. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm going to 
hang up. I'm going to close Skype out, reopen it, and see if it shows Ryan online. Because it's saying he's not online. He's saying he is online. So I'm going to reboot my Skype. I'll call you right back. Technology. F-H-P. <laughs> I feel like a jackass. Jackass. Yeah, it's not even still not showing Ryan's online. What the fuck? Oh, so much fun. Trying to bring somebody else into the fold. <laughs> I don't know why. Ryan is like the only person every time we try to add him to a call. When I'm already on a call with Raphael. That it won't. For some reason, it won't put him into the call. So I have to hang up with Raphael, call Ryan back, and then call Raphael, and then it works, usually. But Ryan isn't even showing up as online on Skype right now. So, can't call him. I swear, at some point, as soon as we get Ryan on, we'll go back to talking about the fights from Saturday. Um, oh, Ryan's online now. If you haven't already listened to it, go back and uh, listen to the After the Bell or check out the Swapcast. Yeah. All right. Now I got to call Raphael. Hold on real quick. All right. Sorry about all that. No, nah, you're all good, brother. Hey, you lost what I gained. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, Raph. Were you guys already recording there? Or? Yeah, we were We were a few minutes. Got him. Yeah. Boom. Boom. For some reason, Ryan wasn't appearing online, and then all of a sudden, you just appeared online. Did you sign out and sign back in? Yeah, I tried changing my status, and then I tried signing off and on again, and I don't know why it was doing that. As I tried it last time, I think we had the same problem last time we did this. And Yeah. I think. I don't know. It's weird. I think. Howdy, Ryan. Howdy. Hey, Raph. How you doing? We've got. <laughs> we've got Ryan, the fight killer, Dempsey. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't even. We were just bullshitting. We were probably. Oh, okay. We were probably, you know, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes into the show, but we were just bullshitting. We hadn't even gotten into the card yet, so. Okay, cool. Welcome. Oh, yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah, we got you finally. <laughs> <laughs> It's taken it's, it, it's taken three tries, but we got you. Yep. Well, I was actually I was stoked for for Saturday night, and they changed my hours, so now I have to be at work for four instead of getting on, up for four. Oh, on uh, on Saturday. 
on Saturday, and oh, we had Kara's uh, Kara's grandmother's birthday, so I couldn't get my nap in. So we got home. We got to, like we were talking there how I couldn't get the fights. Like the, my box was all messed up. Like it was, everything was freezing during the prelims. Yeah. So like I spent all that time sort of resting, like on the phone and trying to figure everything out, and then that all got sorted out. And just as the I think with the the Cater Moicano fight just took so much out of me because it was just so lackadaisical that uh, I just sat down just as Thug Rose and Yohan were about to throw down. I just started like dozing off. I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good. <laughs> That's why I messaged you. Like, I woke up. I was like, I said to Kevin, like, what time did I fall asleep? She was, I don't know. Like, uh, the girls were starting to walk out, and I looked over, and your mouth was wide open, and you were passed out. <laughs> I shook you a couple times, and you weren't moving. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we did it. We made it. We made it through the late night. Yeah, Jeff went till three. I went till two. Afterward, yep. So you would have gotten no sleep. Yeah, I would have been like twenty four hours strong. I would have been no kids on Sunday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I had two. I had two coffees, so I was. I was in it. I was in. I was in it. I was. Uh, I was fucking kind of nodding out from smoking too much during uh, between. Th- Thug and fucking Habib, but I made see, it. Through. I was measured because I was by myself. I wasn't. I was. Yeah, see, not... that, that that was. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I ate a fuckload of pizza. I didn't. I don't know if I sent. I, did I put that in the group message or did I send that just to you? Wrapped the picture of the twenty-four inch pizza. I got the pizza. Oh, I didn't. I yeah, didn't... I saw that. you got yeah, it. I saw that. Okay, yeah. We fucking tore that pizza up. Nice. And a bunch of wings. We ate like goddamn kings the other night, but we smoked a shitload of weed. Nah, dude, I took nine pages of notes. I was by myself, just smoking every so often. Yeah, drinking then, a coffee. Then you were angry. I had a nice time. We were, we were saying, <laughs> Jeff, that you had like uh, like seven eight joints during that card. Uh yeah. Like that? Probably. God I damn. I think you mentioned it during the um, after the bell. Yeah. Like how deep. Yeah, there was we had a lot because we started even before before the prelims started because uh, Tony got to my house at like six thirty, mm-hmm. a little after six six thirty, and then Todd Bobby got there before seven, and we smoked like two before prelims even kicked off. So uh, yeah, we were probably six eight deep easily. It was it was a long night. <laughs> God damn! But we usually smoke like big cards and shit. We usually smoke one per fucking fight, any or one per at least the main card. And then the main event joint is like it gets sparked when Bruce starts doing his intro, and it's a race to see what'll end first, the joint or the fucking. That's awesome. Yeah, it was like it was something that started with Ronda, like because like. We kind of used to all started getting together, like everybody getting together and getting pay per views, um, like Ronda and John, like that era early on. And so, yeah, the main event with Ronda's fights and shit, it was always like a race to see what's going to end first. So, we had to start the joint earlier for Ronda's fight. It would be like when the walkout music would start. Seconds. Yeah. So, it had to go back to like walkout music, but generally, like most fights, it's uh, like when, when Bruce starts his introduction, we'll spark it and then see what happens. Yeah, and no, I was a lot more measured this time. Cause we we usually do balls and joints, and it, it's to our own discretion. I don't even I don't even know. It's just as much as I want to smoke. And we usually have the bong going or whatever bowl I have going. 
and they'll be rolling joints. But this time it was only me. Yeah, it was what? It was like five of us, six of mm-hmm. us. They wanted to come over. I said, "Fuck no, I'm done. I'll fight companion when I want to fight companion." <laughs> I think it was Damn, five. Right? I think it was five of us. Yeah, because now I'm the the result show is gonna be a regular thing. Even if I even if you even if you're busy, Jeff, I'm gonna have to. Even if, if well, I don't know how I don't know how I can get it to you. I can get it to you too if we could still do the swapcast and you could upload it if you want. Yeah, you can just send me the audio and I'll fucking throw yeah. it throw it up on mm-hmm. uh, throw it up on SoundCloud. Yeah, I'll, I'll at least get something up there for Saturday after the after the card. Even if I do a fight campaign, because I think Frankie wants to come over Saturday. I'll probably do a fight campaign this Saturday. Nice. <clears throat> Frankie was my president at one point. Even though he's younger than me, he's my he, well. He was a fraternity president when I was living at the house, so I was like security yeah. at arms. I was like one of his bodyguards. If you got near him, but yeah, do a chop to the neck. <laughs> this, this weekend's card snuck up on me. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, good card. It's a good I, card. I completely forgot about it. Yeah, and then we got oh, another I two. Really, I didn't know the map brown go though, man. It pissed me off. Yeah, he fell off. Well, yeah. I was. It kind of got lost in the shuffle of all the other bullshit that happened last week. Yeah. Yeah, I was talking to, uh, talking to a buddy of mine. He goes, yeah, he's like, tell me how Conda's uh, the opening fight. I was like, Conda Brown, I don't care when that fight happens. This is still a good fight. And he goes, no, Brown's out. No, he's not. I saw it. Like, I was on uh, recording it today in case I missed the, I guess I missed it. And it still said Conda versus Brown. So he goes on his phone. He shows me at the UFC website that it was Oliveira. Oh, what? Like, God damn it! Like, yeah, this one's not on me. <laughs> no, it's still a good fight, but you know, yeah, it's still a yeah. good fight, just not as exciting as it was. But the card's still really good. I mean, the card's amazing. Yeah, I just rewatched Gagey and Johnson today. I think it was on FS2 when we got done recording uh, this afternoon. Yeah, so you really got some tracks there. Yeah, I did a little tracking today. Probably do a little more throughout the week. I had some time, so I might as well knock some shit out. Oh yeah, how's uh, how's that going? Fine. I've I've had a very good couple of days. Perfect. I made some fucking really good burritos today with some shredded chicken that I made in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, I know it's meat, but it's delicious. Hey, I don't judge. Do you ever miss it, Ryan? Do you miss it? Um, yes and no. Like, uh, like if I'm like, on, I had a primary run the weekend. Like, I like, because I'm not in it for like the activist reasoning. I'm doing it for more for like the health purposes and benefits. Right. Like, if I'm out and about and it's going to be like impossible for the kitchen to do something, like for whatever reason, this restaurant that we were at on Saturday seemed like we can't do anything without meat. Like, we even butter. Like, we don't even use oil. It was like. It just seemed like impossible. So, like, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm not gonna have pasta and oil. I can do that at home. I was well enjoy myself. So, yeah. so you I've seen you that. eat meat. I've seen you eat meat. So I've resisted from hate messaging your vegan dishes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, I've been, like I'm not that. Like I'm not those. I don't know if you guys, you guys have seen the story, but there's a protest going out in Toronto. There's a restaurant there where the guy actually butchers the, the meat in his window. Yeah, I saw that. Mm. Yeah, so. So like these people are protesting all this stuff. I'm like, you know what? Like, how can you say 
say, how can you say they don't hate us because we don't eat meat? And then you go off and you say, we hate you because you eat meat. I don't understand that argument. It makes no sense to me. Right. You want to eat meat? I don't stop you. I'm not going to try and change it. I'm happy with what I'm doing. You're happy with what you're doing. Who cares? That's right. Well, more power well, to you. I'm not exactly sure what the story was. Do you know what the story was, Ryan? He did it in he did it in protest of their protest. So they were protesting yeah, they were, his restaurant. They were, upset. they were upset because like he has like the um, like the antlers and the head. Okay, like, yeah, that's posted. what I was gonna say. I was gonna say, is it are they mad because he's a hunter and he uses venison? I think that's their issue with it. Yeah, like they're they're just not happy with the fact that this guy like. Like to me, if you're out there hunting your own meat, that's even more badass. You're not getting some, yeah. some like factory farmed piece of who knows where that meat came from. And this guy's actually going out into the wild and killing it. You probably paid for tags and yeah, for preservation like, of the environment and yeah, so what's too much Joe Rogan? Like oh, that's the thing. Like I'm on I, Joe Rogan has made me like want to eat meat that I've actually hunted and killed more than anything else. Like, I'll, I'll tell you for one, the 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 ones in Mexico that. Like pigs that are free range over there, that they feed them scraps that we eat over there, and so it's just all fresh. But like, I've eaten fresh meat; it's totally different from here. It tastes it has a diff, yeah. it has a fresher taste. There's a farm up uh, just outside of Guelph, which is well for it's about forty five minutes from where uh, where we live, and they kill all their own chickens, uh, cows, pigs. Everything is all their own farm, and it, it's insane the difference in flavor. Like you just like. Just cooking it, you can feel it, and just eat, and eating it, you can taste so much different. Like that's the kind yeah. of stuff. Like if I'm gonna, if I'm gonna have meat of any kind, it's gonna be more farm fresh than anything else. Because I've, I've integrity. So. I've never hunted, but I've not been forced. But my dad, when I was when I would go to Mexico, he would be like, "Hey, come help me kill this pig. Hey, come help me kill this cow." So right. I've seen the process, and I've been part of the butchering process. So, like, I've stabbed it in the heart, and then we have to pour the boiling water over the dead pig so we can scrape off the hair so we can start cutting it, and then we can start draining the blood to get at the organs, to get the organs out, and then we start getting at at the cuts of the meat, and then we start cutting up the meat and preparing it, and to be to be honest, in Mexico, it's a really beautiful ritual between... The, uh, the communities over there because everyone invited because you know a pig's gonna feed a lot of people so right. they have traditional dishes that they serve for the people that come help to butcher <laughs> the pig and usually they'll butcher a pig and something else <laughs> and um they'll they'll pay the people with food right there that day and it, it's a real it's a real nice sense of community and it brings together mm-hmm. families and I don't know. It's I don't know where I was like, going with that, but it sounds a lot like Portugal, which I know like Portugal and Spain are are very close, and obviously Spain to Mexico is very close. So yeah. But um, Anthony Bourdain, one of his books he wrote, talked about um, going to Portugal, and his uh, the restaurant owner that he was working for was Portuguese, and he said, "Yeah, I'm doing this show. They're going to send me to Portugal." And I guess this guy got on the phone, <laughs> called his family in Portugal, and all he said was "fatten the pig." And by the time he got there, they had this pig. He did this, just like you said, helped in killing it. And what I loved is that he even says in the book, like, there's no waste. Yeah. To the point where they take the stomach, they um, they tie it at both ends into tight knots, they blow it up, and then the kids go off and play soccer with it. <laughs> while, That's crazy. While the men are breaking down the pig and the men are cooking this, or the women are cooking certain items, the men are breaking down the pig, and then they just start cooking, and it's just like... a 
like it's they start at like dawn and just mm-hmm. goes all day all night in in but, mexico they do have very they have very minimal weight some of the some of the intestines and some of the organs aren't eaten and uh but some of the intestines are eaten. i've had tripas and i not yeah. i'm not a fan of it oh, i'm not a, i'm not a fan but um they they even they even go to the extent of well you guys have had chicharrones chicharrones is literally the skin of the pig the fat and a little bit of meat all fried together in one and that's mm. what it, that's what a real chicharron is from Mexico, like and they're there for hours just boiling them in their own fat and lard, so you can get that awesome crisp and that awesome taste from it. But it takes so long to break down its own fat and to cook it in it and to get like a a pot of the you know all the fat and lard boiled up to where it covers everything and it and it crunches it up, and then they yeah, cook other that, things in it like they cook like some pastries in it as well. It's really yeah, traditional. Yeah, I love that. Like when you see like those the, the proper cultures that actually like, aren't afraid to do all that kind of stuff, I like it. But when you get to more like, like well, not even North America, just Canada, the United States mainly, where it's just like just throw like ninety five percent of it into the garbage and save like one percent for this, one percent for that, blah blah blah. Like it just gets so lost in translation that just it kills me. I've eaten so much uh, heart of uh, animal, like uh, cow heart, pig heart, chicken heart. Liver, people hate liver. I love liver. Fresh liver is delicious right off the grill. Yes. (laughs) Actually, one of the best burgers I ever had was uh, I was in a burger competition, and one of the places that we were up against did a a Chuck and Hart burger, and it was so amazing. So rich, but so, so good. Mm -hmm. I had to go kill a squirrel or something and fry that fucker up right now. There's some Blue Jay burgers in honor of Randy and Lady. <laughs> some Blue Jay burgers. <laughs> Dude, uh, I think we mentioned the show earlier, too. We mentioned the boys, right? Yeah, kind of. I mean, I haven't watched a new season yet. Yeah. I did. I sort of watched it, yeah. Yeah. I figured you'd watch it already, Raphael. I saw. I went through it, but I need to really sit down and watch it, not do anything else. Like, I need to sit down yeah. and watch it, watch it. Pay attention to it. Oh, I got drunk Friday night. Passed out by nine thirty. <laughs> I had work the next day, so I passed out early. Got to uh, get that OT in. And then I did a bunch of oh, shit. Yeah, I saw that stretch, right? Yeah. I did a bunch of shit Saturday before I watched fights, and then did some shit Sunday and watched WrestleMania. Yeah. Ryan didn't get to see WrestleMania. I was, I was, uh, I messaged Raphael. I'm like, Raph, you gotta, you gotta update me nonstop, buddy. You gotta help, you gotta hook me up with some updates as we go. <laughs> overall, I thought it was okay. Yeah, I, I, for what they usually put out, they put out a really good show. I, on, uh, on Sunday, I liked the triple threat tag team match with, was it the Usos? The, the, was that New Day? Yeah, the New Day and the uh, Bludgeon Brothers. Yeah, the, now the Bludgeon yeah, Brothers used to be in the Wyatt family, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I thought I recognized. They're really them. good. Yeah, they they're are. really good, dude. Well, I, they were talking that. No, sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, go ahead, Ryan. No, I was just because I'd heard that they were thinking about um, one of them. I don't know if it was Luke or Eric. That one of them was going to be leaving because, like, after they brought in uh, Bray, uh, not Bray, yeah, Bray Wyatt and. Uh, uh, oh fuck, uh, Braun Strowman. 
when those two guys started becoming like the bigger draws, one of them was supposed to be leaving or something. But I'm happy that they figured out a way that they could have all four of those guys do their all with the one tag team, the two individuals. I like how they're actually able to keep them and use them as they are now. Although, because I don't get to see it as often, uh, I don't know what's going on with the Matt Hardy Bray, but they're a thing now, I guess. Or uh, so Jeff got injured, and uh, Matt started having to do his own thing. So he won the rights to his broken gimmick. So he's woken Matt Hardy now. And since Jeff was out, he, he kind of got into a feud with Bray, and him and Bray were going back and forth. And they actually had a match on uh, Matt Hardy's compound. I don't know if you saw the one with him and, and Jeff Hardy where they had it on his uh, on his estate yeah, yeah, yeah. on the outside. So they had, an ex- they had an exact match like that. And Bray gets defeated in that match and gets thrown into the River of Obsolation, I think it's called or something oh, like okay. that. Oh, heard, yeah, I heard about that, yeah. So this is Bray Wyatt coming out as broken Bray Wyatt, I believe. Ah! <laughs> delete! 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 <laughs> Jeff has no idea what the fuck is going on. Dude, no clue. And that fucking dab got me high as fuck. Because that was the opening. That was the opening <laughs> fight too. That was uh, the battle royal. Uh, Bray came out and helped uh, Matt Hardy win the twenty man battle royal. Andre the Giant Memorial. Yeah, that was on the the early show, right? Because yeah, that that started off the card. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I was reading about that one, and it I was reading like the updates, and it says up all it said was Bray Wyatt hits hits a move on whoever the last guy was, and then Matt Hardy wins it. I was like, wait, what happened to Bray? I couldn't figure out why they were talking about Bray hitting a finisher or getting hit with a finisher. And then whoever was the last guy to get eliminated, and Matt won. I was so confused, and then I went back and figured it out that Bray Wyatt had uh, jumped in to help him out. Yeah. Yeah, overall it was okay. I, I enjoyed mm-hmm. most of it. Like I said I, before, I, I Ryan, really like it. Yeah, people want to compare the the two products like WrestleMania and New Japan, but I don't think it's fair. I guess it. I guess you can because it is wrestling, but. If you yeah. watch WWE, you know what you're watching, and if you watch New Japan, you know what you're watching. They're two different products. It's like uh, to me, it's kind of like watching UFC or MMA, but then you want to go watch uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu competitions or just Glory, right? Or, or watching a wrestling, uh, or a wrestling or, competition, or watching the uh, the card that's going to have UFC MMA followed by UFC Conor vs. Floyd with just stand up and just punching. Oh no! Beth. Hey, there's gonna be some rules in the clinch, all right? There's gonna yeah, be some modified okay. rules okay. in the clinch. Okay, <laughs> and then maybe right. no takedowns and no kicks and no elbows. So it's gonna be a great time. Good thing you brought this up. <laughs> so you, I paid for the Mayweather McGregor. Yeah, and I, I got fucked in the ass. I what? went and I talked to my bank, and I'm like, "Hey, I didn't get to see it." So they credited me the money back, but then Microsoft said, "Nope." We are going to charge you that like two months after. So they charged it. So then I went back to my bank and they're like, well, you have to talk to Microsoft because they refuted your claim. And I'm like, okay. So then I go talk to Microsoft. Microsoft is like, well, we entered, we ended our deal with uh, UFC Fight Pass. So you have to talk to them. Oh my God. Talk to them. And then they're like, nope, we don't deal with that shit. You have to talk to Microsoft. So the bill is on my thing is from Microsoft. So I go talk to Microsoft. And Microsoft is like, why did you wait so long? Because I talk, I just waited to talk to a manager. 
And they're like, why did you right. wait so long? And I'm like, because you guys charged me two months later after I got a credit. And they're like, oh, well, our records don't go back that far. And I'm like, well, mine do because you just charged me again. And uh, he's like, oh, and dude, I went back and forth. I'm like, so you're calling me a liar? He's like, sir, I'm not calling you a liar. And then by the end of the call, he's like, sir, and I just want to make sure that we've done everything. Like, he's like, in a, he's like, I just want to make sure that you're not mad. He's like, because you seem very angry. And I'm like, well, you're calling me a liar. But like, I this never... kind of reminds me of uh, of Jeff when he was what was that that UFC pay per view? Oh, the, what, was the... it the one in Detroit? Mm-hmm. The one that you recorded and lost. I think you've I've heard you mention it before. Yeah, it's you, like you, you recorded it. and you lost it, and like you got nowhere. You're still charged with it. No, oh yeah, no, it was uh, it was Tony, it was Tony and uh, and Kevin. I ordered it. I paid for oh, it and okay. ordered it because I had a show that night. Oh, you had the show. That's right. And I went to try to watch it a couple of days later, and it wasn't there. And they charged me for it and wouldn't give me my money back. And it was a bunch of bullshit. Well, that's well, that's yes. what I was thinking about for for Thursday for Saturday. Like yeah. we're, I'm watching the prelims, and all of a sudden my screen goes like, like that. Um, you know, like when the TV's like the cable runs out and has like those like bars going down the TV, different colors. Yeah. Except it was like different squares instead of the long stripes. I was like, what the fuck? Here goes you're gonna call Bell. I'm like, well, I'm not gonna see what happens, but if it gets to like 9:40, I'm definitely calling them because I'm not getting charged 60 odd bucks to maybe watch a pay per view and not get any like like I said. Knowing what you went through, I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm not getting charged to not see something. Yeah, I went through that with Comcast and the Ronda, one of the Ronda Rousey pay-per-views back in the day. And I ended up having to pay for it through Fight Pass. And Dude, I got I got fucked eventually. They took my money. Well, I got but, I mean, I got fucked on the Kevin Lee yeah. Ferguson one. I didn't get my money back. So so there's I came across this link and I came across this post in one of the groups. I saw that. Yeah, the settlement thing. So I went on there and I and I signed up for the settlement thing and I hope it's real, and I'm hoping I can get my hundred bucks back. But yeah, that's messed up. Yeah, because I didn't. I did not get what I paid for. I did not get to see any of the rounds of the main event through the service that I paid through through them. I want my money back. I'm not. I I. I'm not charging them for any food or anything because if there was food, we ate it, you know. Right. Right. Um, but I just want my hundred dollars back, and then we're all good. I've kept my service. I didn't cancel it. I still have my Microsoft service. You guys made me look like a bitch. Just give my hundred dollars back, and we'll call it even. <laughs> well, it's not like Microsoft could, like it's not like they're gonna take a huge massive loss, right? Like, give, like sure they're gonna lose a chunk to a bunch of people, but at the end of the day. Yeah, because then they have to give the hundred dollars back anyway. Yeah, and they're gonna lose. Like me, I've been a loyal, I've been a loyal customer now for thirteen years. So it says the thirteen there. So that's why I never argue game consoles because I don't care. It's the same shit to me. Right. If if, if you really want to argue game consoles, the PC is better than the the Xbox or the PlayStation. So that's that. But I've been a loyal customer to them for thirteen years, and I just want to keep that shit. So I kept it. I should have switched. I should have switched. After the hundred dollars bullshit they did, but I'm good if I get my hundred dollars back. Cause you know who got to watch Mayweather McGregor through PlayStation Live Event Viewer. This guy. A lot of people got uh, fucked through that though, too. Oh, Not no. you. I've had Not some, I've had some issues with Live Pass Event Viewer. Yeah, that's who he was watching it through. Was Fight Pass, wasn't it? 
Yeah, yeah I was watching it through yeah. Fight Pass. So yeah, that's why I didn't. Because I remember it. that was like the breaking news. Like during the fight was like how like they couldn't come up with the demand. Because I was going back and forth on which one I was going to order it through, whether it was going to be Fight Pass or Live Event Viewer. I, I should get my money back. I, if I don't get an email soon, I'm going to go talk to my bank and be like, hey, I, I put this thing through. There's records of me coming to you guys a couple times and trying to refute this. The settlement's there. Talk to your claims people. Give my 100 bucks so I can go buy some more you know, figures. You know, it's going to be funny. No, you know, it's going to be funny is that Microsoft, Microsoft would say, do you know who won the fight? You go, well, yeah. Well, so you, we can prove that you watched it then because you know who won. They'll just do something so stupid. And every court would just be like, oh, well, if he knows who won, then he must have seen the fight. Like, something crazy. I'd be so just... pissed. I'd be so pissed. Furious. I'm going to uh, be right back, guys, and we'll get going. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we're, only, we're only an hour into the show. <laughs> are we going to get into the to the card yeah i mean you know we don't have to go super deep into everything because you and i already talked yeah about it, yeah i guess more just ryan so i guess we can just write up on ryan i can yell at ryan finally For he, he it's, all, it's his up. fucking fault and he knows it yeah 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 ryan owes us all an apology i will <laughs> demand an apology for the damage that he caused to not only UFC 223, but to you boxing fans and Canelo and Triple G. Canelo was on steroids, though, man. That's the disappointing part for me. Yeah, but he still had a hand in it. I'm not it? saying he didn't, but I'm just saying Canelo <laughs> took steroids. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> I think Ryan knows what we're talking about. <laughs> Ryan, I was going to say something earlier when you when you had said uh, you had had uh, you know meet down in Mexico. I was going to say, oh, it was that the same stuff from Canelo? <laughs> Why do you guys think I'm so fucking Jake? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, it's it's time to pay your atonement. Yes, let's do it. You first before we even start. I think you owe every listener to this podcast an apology for the damage that you caused to UFC 223. <laughs> I don't know about nothing. You, you owe everybody an apology, sir. Everybody. You did this. Your DDT spread like fucking herpes. It just everywhere, all over this card. <laughs> no, 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 bullshit. <laughs> I, 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 okay, first of all, I did not, like, who, with Dana White, as he has always said, only two people in the world wear sunglasses inside. Blind people and douchebags. Tony, that's on him. And if Habib is a real man, doesn't confront Artem and goes after Connor, Connor doesn't fly all the way overseas. So Habib is responsible for that one. All right. First of all, Ray Borg. We trust the Ray Borg. You make stop it. Don't, no, because he only had to make 126. Okay, so sorry, and he's done that once in his thirty-five years of fighting in the UFC. Like, hey, come on, hey, be real you here. you can't no, you can't try to deflect excuses for your fault in ruining UFC two twenty-three, sir. I take I take minimal. I mean, if John Davis doesn't put that post up, I don't make the comment. That part could be on John. Deflect, I mean, deflect, deflect. 
Stop blaming others and accept your responsibility for what you did to us. Nah. You robbed us fans. Tony should have been wearing glasses inside. And first of all, who says hi to a guy that wears sunglasses inside when there's wires everywhere? That guy's responsible just as much as me. No, that's not how this works. Not. I don't want anything. I just want to know who that guy was. Yeah, that guy was that guy. Who was that guy? Who was that said hi? It's probably Habib. Habib was so afraid. He's like, hey, Tony. (laughs) You think Habib was afraid? Oh, yeah. If he if he was if okay if Habib is such a man, why is he okay to confront Art uh, Artem with a group of people? The second that Connor shows up with a group of people, he doesn't hide. He doesn't get off that bus. He hides. He's a man. He stands there and takes it. Be a man, man. You guys hear there was a backstory to this. No, yeah, you were talking about it. I didn't. No, I haven't. No, I, I I heard this uh, from the Big Brown breakdown. I heard it from. Uh, I heard there was somebody. One of the two guys had had said the other guys like a pussy or something a couple of years back or recently. From what from what I heard, uh, Artem since Artem's Russian, he was hanging out with a Dagestanian guy, which happens to be would they happen to know Habib's guys, so. I don't know exactly what happened, but apparently they beat the shit out of that Dagestanian guy for hanging out with Artem. Oh, okay. And then Ar- Artem was talking shit on uh, interviews that he was having and uh, saying that Connor was a real champion, talking shit about Khabib, that, you know, Connor doesn't get hurt, this and that, which is what led to Khabib confronting Artem. And then I guess. Th- I- I- I'm not sure exactly what happened during that scuffle, but I guess someone got slapped. I think Khabib tried to slap uh, Artem. I'm not sure. I, this is from Brendan Schaub. Well, bitch just slapped, so that makes sense. It would be Habib. <laughs> all of a sudden, all of a sudden, Ryan is fucking Captain Anti Habib. <laughs> hey, you come after you come after my people. I come after yours. Hey, they're my people too, but you don't hear me fucking. Goddamn! All of a sudden, turning on a fighter, dude. I, I I think I I don't know if I said this to you, Jeff, but I said it to someone that this, this fuck goes, you fight uh, killer, fuck you fight killer. <laughs> this goes into to me. It goes into this some Irish mob shit and some Russian mob shit. Those guys are deeply connected and fuck super yeah, popular. Deeply connected, yeah, in, in their countries. And um, I, apparently Khabib sent people, so he's connected to beat up this Dagestani guy. Connor has people, and obviously he's had problems with the 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 yeah, mafia, the mob yeah. in Ireland. Th- this goes to them being involved in that world. And if you disrespect me, I'm gonna do whatever the fuck I can to come at you. And it's fucked up because you know you see it here too. And and I because here in Chicago, it's like you're gonna fuck with me, drive by. You're gonna fuck with me, I'm gonna kill you. And it's fucked up. And Connor didn't think, and look what happened. You know what's going to happen is that all those lawsuits, they're going to be settled out of court. Like Michael Chiesa, he's going to make what in his UFC career? Maybe a million dollars grand total before he pays everyone that he that trains and everything. Connor will just say, here's a check for $5 million. That'll go away. Ray Borg, here's a check for $5 million. It'll go away. All those things are going to go away, and then we're going to end up eventually with Conor McGregor back in the UFC. Attack all him, Raph. Attack him. All, I, all I'm going to say is... 
if this were Yair Rodriguez, <laughs> come on, hit him, hit him with what? Ice? Hit him with the shit that ice? I got hit with Saturday. How, how fast would an ice been there and deported his ass? I want Conor McGregor. I want his green card on my desk today. Rasman calling him an immigrant, even though he's not a fucking immigrant. I don't know. He doesn't even live in the country. He flies into the country to make the country money. That's what I said. I don't care. He's causing terror in this country. He's a terrorist, all right? This is terrorism. No, come on. Come on. Hit him with that anger like I got Saturday. If you haven't listened, go back and check out After the Bell. Raf got aggressive as fuck. I literally felt like I like I was listening to a Mexican Ryan and Jeff talking there. I brought that up. I was like, this is like yeah. when Ryan and I argue. I'm just playing devil's advocate and you get pissed at me. Or I get no, pissed I'm not at pissed you. Anymore. I, I think it was you were, I think we just needed to get it out. I think we were both like, ugh just You were just really fired up about the situation. Yeah. But the one the one thing though I didn't want I to will, talk about it, I think. Yeah. You brought it up was, though. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing with the DDT though that that probably did some benefit to that fight was if Tony showed up and if, if his LCL was in that bad of a shape where a small trip made it come right off the bone, there's a good chance that one takedown ends that fight possibly within the first couple minutes due to like due to an injury where Tony can't stand. So I mean, I don't know. And like I don't understand how come so many people were upset about Max Holloway. That part getting scrapped because, like, I think, uh, I don't know if it was Raph, if I was talking to you or someone about it, but I had said, like, he just missed a fight a month ago because of a broken foot. Yeah, I think I remember reading that. Then he has to drop 26 pounds in a week, and they thought that he was going to come in and be perfectly okay. Like, the idea of the fight was nice, but there should have been asterisks all around that fight. They should have, like, they should have done something like, like, give him Brian Ortega. Or or even the ally Quinter, just get that one started beforehand. Don't wait to see if his foot's okay, to see if he can cut all that weight and look healthy. I think going for Holloway was just a big mistake on UFC's point. They tried to tried to make a super fight to save the card, and they shouldn't have. They should just try to slide something in there. Even Kevin Lee, even though he's you know, coming off the loss to Tony, just get something in there that makes more sense. That the, that wouldn't have a risk of being canceled. If you hadn't fucked the card up, we wouldn't have had this problem. I'm I'm kind of pissed. Some glasses off. I'm kind of pissed. Eddie Alvarez was on the MMA hour, maybe like two, three weeks before this, saying that he was going to be ready for this to happen, and then he wasn't ready. The Alvarez death touch, eh? good old ADT. No, no, <laughs> no. That's that's not how this works. It was Ryan's gypsy curse. That's what I've been calling it. I had no longer a gypsy because I've shown up to take my beatings. The Dempsey. The, I didn't jump in my caravan right away. The Dempsey death touch. I'm trying to get fucking Way of the Warrior on the DDT train. I'm working well, on they, it. They have to it right now. They just got to acknowledge it, man. That's it. I just want it, I want it acknowledged. I'm putting and it I, everywhere. I, I have, I I've made it my mission this week. Or last week to put all blame on you. I feel like every like every three seconds I get like those little like little notifications like Jeff mentioned you on a comment like Dempsey Death Touch I'm like fuck Jeff. <laughs> God damn it. I got Blake on board. <laughs> 
It's your fault, man. You did this. You've been doing this forever. Since you've been on this show, you've been killing fights. One fight. This one was only one fight, though. The rest was all on, on uh, Kala Habib. Ryan was like, His big hey, wheel keep on a- turning, proud Mary keep on burning. It's all results of the goddamn DDT. <laughs> yeah, Ryan was like, hey, this is an awesome fight for me to poop on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a really cool fight. Too bad I'm going to make it go away. You're worse than UFC injury bug, man. Now, and Jeff, if I recall right, you responded, though, to my comment about that as you were going to come to Canada and uh, whoop me. I'm going to have to. I don't. Well, so long. Come on. It's been almost it's been over a week now. Come on. I can't get a passport Afraid? that quick in this country. Afraid? No, I'm jobless and I don't have money to travel, <laughs> bitch. Just jump in the Detroit River and swim over. Come on. That's disgusting. And do you know how cold it is right now? <laughs> You think I'm catching hypothermia through your... Then I got to walk through fucking Windsor. Who wants to do that? Windsor's not that bad, is it? I've only been a little bit... like in a little Ryan bit. hates Windsor. That's why I said that. Mm. Ryan hate hates it. Actually. I've actually been com- trying to convince Kara to move back. We had a visit uh, a couple weeks back, an impromptu overnight stay, and I bumped into just like a bunch of people that I used to hang out with and just work with and things, and then... Seeing Carl and Connor with the grandparents, it would be nice to be close to people that we know. And That's what I'm saying. Your family's all there. You might as well go back. Windsor gets a toast in you. Just me, I think you're out. It drags you back in. And guess what? That puts you 45 minutes closer to the border, bitch. Bring your ass yeah. over to Michigan. Closer. What's that? Even closer to the border. It's only like from where my parents live. It's only like a five-minute drive. Well, isn't how long is it from Kitchener to... Um, to Windsor. That's about two and a half hours. Oh, it's longer than I thought. I thought you were only like 45 minutes away. Oh, no, no, no. Well, there you go. No. Put you two and a half hours closer to the border. Yeah, I've already got my sister-in-law on this and her boyfriend and my parents. And like, you now we got the average Joe is everyone. Come on. Hashtag Kara. Get back to Windsor. Yeah. Windsor. Windsor. I mean. Come on, you know, Look, you, know you can come done. to Michigan. Raphael can come to Michigan. We can all have a good fucking time. Yeah, we can all meet up in uh, Muskegon. Yeah, or even fucking oh, yeah. anywhere. We can meet up anywhere in Michigan and just fucking have a good time. Fuck it. But yeah, come to Muskegon. Let's party. I'll show you the beach. Take you out in the dunes. Get you high. Leaving me there to die for all my DDT curses. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, you got a family. I'd let you come back. No, you know what you do? You bury me up to my neck in the sand just enough so the tide would touch me and scare me enough and just leave me there overnight, and then you'd come back and take me, take hey, me back. Hey, over. Jeff. What up? When you kill, when you kill Ryan, don't <laughs> invite me. Don't invite me for that one. <laughs> leave me out of that one. I'm not going to kill Ryan. I feel, I feel like it'd be like the Reservoir Dogs. It'd be tied to a chair, just dancing, <laughs> takes out the razor, and this one here is for Ferguson Habib. <laughs> Yeah, this was for Ferguson to be the other time. First one, and that one, all I had to say was, we don't know if he was going to make weight, and like two days later, Terrace Sue. Yeah, you got to just stop talking about things. Just stop pointing shit out. <laughs> stop it, because it automatically right it, the obvious. It just means, oh fuck, this fight is screwed. <laughs> so, yeah, so we ended up. We, I mean. 
Raphael and I broke down most of the fights the other night. It was a good listening though. Me and Jeff uh, going back and forth. Yeah, say Ryan, you listened to it. Would you? Uh... Oh yeah, it was. It was fun. It was. Like, it literally just reminded me of, of like of me and Jeff breaking down the fights right after they happened. Like just like the quick. Was it just about forty-five minutes an hour or so? Of, like mm-hmm. just talk the fights, just. But I meant like the, I meant like the forty-five minutes of me and him going like no, like fuck no. <laughs> no, it was entertaining. Like listen to you guys go because like I like actually it was almost like listening to me and Jeff talking to it live. The, like, the, when me and Jeff would like got like if, if there wasn't a fight that week and we were just like having like just a shoot the breeze kind of thing, that's what it reminded me of. It was almost like just listening to myself instead of actually doing the talking. It was fun when it was just like awkward silence. Right, I was just sitting there and I'm waiting for him to say something, and I'm like, yeah. Well, I, are we done? Yeah. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, and that's I, I, I had my headphones in, and so it's all silent in the kitchen while I'm making dinner. So all Kara, she came in, and I admit that I said it out loud. I had an Ninja Turtles 2 moment. I was like, oh, he's right. Oh, he's right. Yeah, they're both right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it was, uh, I don't know, like, it, like you guys both made like legit points on both parts. It was just meeting in the middle kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. you guys, it's like you know conservative Republican. One has one position, one has the other position. They're both not wrong necessarily. It's just how you view it kind of thing. Oh yeah, because that's definitely going to be the next fight: Khabib versus Connor. It's the one that makes the most sense. It's the most money. Money. Yeah. Floyd makes Floyd two more money. But and Habib. He has to fall off, and then we have to have an interim light heavyweight, uh, light title, a uh, lightweight fight again. So again, well, I I need Tony though. I need to see that Tony fight. Well, that's the thing. Like right now, you have Tony being stripped of the title. You have Habib with the title, and you have Connor. Neither three of them can actually say they're the best in the world because Connor never defended the belt. Tony never fought for the the legit belt, and Habib hasn't actually beat one of the top two ranked guys for the belt. Do you so know who could say they're the best in the world? CM Punk. Yeah, he's fighting at 225, brother. <laughs> <laughs> he got it. He got it. He got me. He got me. Eternalist. Son of a bitch, he got me. <laughs> Mike Johnson. I, 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 is it wrong? I'm actually excited for that fight because I think that CM Punk might actually have a like, 3% chance of winning now instead of a 0% chance. Dude, I'm excited because I like CM Punk. I don't mind him, but I just think him in the UFC is such a joke. It's hard to I'm say, though, because like we really didn't get a chance to see him do anything. Mickey took him down and choked him right out. Like We didn't get to mm-hmm. see what his striking looked like. And I'm not saying he would have it was going to beat Mickey, but it would have been nice to just get to see something. I think at least we're going to get to see some kind of display of skills with Mike they Jackson. Gotten, and I know that we've talked about it before the fight, like after the fight, all that stuff. But I wish that they had somehow figured out a way to have him in the Ultimate Fighter house. Yeah, some way, shape, or form, like like the Kimbo Slice way. Mm-hmm. Like if he sucks the house, oh well, at least he has like an idea of what to expect, kind of thing. I don't think that he would have agreed to put himself into that kind of situation, though. <laughs> exactly. Like personally, not so much like he's above it for the fighting aspect of it, but having to live with a bunch of people in a house with no distractions, he would end up snapping and probably killing somebody, especially if somebody gets all fucked up and does something stupid. It's not going to go down well. 
Well, no, because as we saw, he would have been the one that got choked out yeah. in the house. So really, <laughs> he probably wouldn't have killed anybody. No, that's yeah. true. That's a good point. But I, I mean, I, yeah, like I think that that like giving him like a guy who is a ridiculous jujitsu artist was probably. I mean, but then what do you do? You give him a big striker, a big wrestler. Like if anyone has a strength against the guy, who, and I know that he's done a lot of. Um, and he is very athletic with his wrestling career, but a guy like Brock Lesnar comes along once in a once in a generation, once in a lifetime sometimes, and CM Punk wasn't that guy. And Brock Lesnar started doing that thing a lot a lot younger of an age, where CM Punk's coming in later, taking it seriously. So, I mean, second time around, it's been over a year. Maybe he has improved in some things, but I mean, Mike, I mean both these guys got submitted by... Mickey Gall and less than a round, so yeah. yeah. That's what I say. I think at least it's an opportunity for him to yeah put skills. Well, so on. I said chance. He's definitely improved. He has to have. It's been a year, and he's training with high caliber guys. It's it, it, it yeah. just it's a matter to to see how much he's picked up and soaked in from these high caliber athletes, and how and from what I hear, he's there a lot and he's training. I think he tried to come out like a showman and start striking right away and put on an exciting match because he's a WWE guy and he fell into a hole, that hole being Mickey Gall and Mickey Gall beating the shit out of him. And the plus side is that he didn't come in just like talking nonstop about like everything. He was, he's been very quiet for the most part since the signing was first announced. Even today, like you don't hear him constantly on Twitter and, and on sports center and on different uh sports shows talking about he's just he's so like you just know that he's off doing his thing like the only like tweets that he makes are like that one from april fools like mma's fix and one back to real fighting kind of like he's just he's very quiet he's very like even he did a show recently here that one of my friends went to and he was talking about like his favorite simpsons episodes so he's not even doing shows like talking about mma and stuff he's doing like he tweets different stuff that he wants to do he tweets about hockey yeah, like yeah that's... he's not—he's not putting too much of a light on him. That's going to cost him in the long run. No, but really, I want to see him. He really. No, talks... I'm going to buy tickets. Yeah, I'll see it the next day. I'll watch it the day after because I'll be in Detroit watching Primus. Nice. Yeah, me and Tony are going to see Primus and Mastodon. My name is Mud. That's not the um, the Glassjaw show. No, Glassjaw is in July. That's actually that's the weekend of two or the same day as two twenty five. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. So but whatever. Free Glassjaw Wait, tickets. Two twenty five is the Chicago one, isn't it? Oh not Chicago, I'm sorry. Two twenty what is uh what's International Fight Week? Two twenty six? That's what it is. It's two twenty six then. It's the same day okay. as 226. But, so that's cool, though. I'm, you're going you're, you're, you're to miss both those ones then? Yeah. But I kept okay. Fuck yeah, I'm not giving up free glass jaw tickets to watch a oh, fight God. card that I can watch the next day. Yeah. Or um, even that night if you really want to kind of thing. Depends if I come back. Or, yeah, if I come back or stay in a hotel. But, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because it's all the way over. It's all the way over in Detroit. But 
yeah, I couldn't I couldn't turn down winning free glass jaw tickets and be like, yeah, no, I'm not gonna go see this band that doesn't tour a ton. Yeah, plus the Crowfoot Ballroom is fucking beautiful. It's a really good. I'm a winning ticket. I just uh, entered into possibly see the Eagles in Toronto on my birthday, so fingers crossed for me. Yeah, buddy. That'd be uh that'd be pretty sweet. Wouldn't be able to see the true lineup, but still, just by saying this, I probably just death touched it. <laughs> 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 payback for all the all the harm I've caused UFC fans. What I didn't mention is the reason, part of the reason I won those tickets. So it was like one of those things like go comment on a Facebook post or something and tag somebody. And Tony's not okay. on Facebook, and he's like the only other Glassjaw fan I really know besides our friend Mark. And Mark's last name is Horny. So that was part in, yeah. in in fusion shows like congratulations thing. They were like partially we picked you because your friend has an awesome last name. And then you had to tell Mark, sorry, but you're actually not going. I just used you to get the ticket. I didn't have to tell him. He figured it out on his own. Thankfully, he, he never was like, yo, fucking blah, blah, blah. Move it up with that ticket because I'm giving it to Tony. And then I make Tony drive me. It's fair trade. It's a fair 100%. fucking trade. Yeah. Give a little, get a little, right? That's get right. two birds stoned at once. That's right. Oh, I have, <laughs> oh, yeah. If you're in the car with me, you're getting stoned anyway. Dumb's the rules of the road. Uh, she goes. I don't know. Ryan, do you have any thoughts you want to add on Habib and, and Al? Since they kind yeah, of. I mean, I mean, the only thing I want to say is just like how hissy people are and how stupid people are when they go after Joe Rogan for his commentary. Yeah. All that stuff with like him being a biased and him being this and that, like when you watch that fight live, it did look a certain way when you go back and you might be able, and also a guy's doing live commentary. He's not sitting down just watching it and all that stuff. Like I kind of thought the same thing. I thought Habib got tagged and he did, have his hands down a little bit in that third and fourth round. I think what Joe said was 100% accurate. I went back and rewatched it. I'm sure he did the same thing before he had put out his message, but goddamn people like Christ, like try doing his job and calling it 100% accurate. Like he makes tons of mistakes just because he can't be 100% accurate in what he does when he's watching that when he's watching any fight. Like no one can be. There's too much that you have to notice like no, he's doing. I mean, he's doing shit on the fly, while the fight's going on, and trying to explain it and make it sound right. And, and how fast does it happen, right? Yeah. Like, you know, a guy can throw like four punches, and you're in the middle of saying one thing, and by the time you are able to talk, like the other guy has now countered something, and you missed the point of talking about how dominant that guy just previously was. Right. So. Yeah. That. Just people need to just shut up and just who cares what he said? It's not like he said Habib is a terrorist. He didn't say he didn't say anything controversial. He just said that Habib looks tired, his hands were down, which they were. He's eating shots, which he did. Like, what's the big deal? Habib still won the fight. Like, he still interviewed him. Like H- Javier Mendez touched on it. Uh I was just gonna bring that up. Yeah, so he was on the MMA hour with Ariel Hawani and he, he got asked these questions even about Joe Rogan's apology. Now, have you ever, have you ever mentioned that, yeah, 
what Rogan did say at the time was stupid, but he did acknowledge that, you know, they're commentators and they do have a hard job and maybe Joe Rogan didn't do his homework, but that was Habib's game plan. He wasn't in there to throw in a lot of combos. And he's like, look, we've known it since day one. Habib isn't a striker. He's a wrestler and he sticks to what he does. His striking is developing and developing and developing over time. And he's like, he did stuff in there that he's never done before in any of his other fights. He's like, but he's like, Al is a good striker. And he's like, it's just, we had to implement a certain game plan in order to win this fight. And we couldn't get into brawls because Al would have probably landed a knockout shot. That's what he does. He's yeah. yeah. a brawler. So he's like, we had a game plan and we were only throwing ones and twos. We weren't throwing any, any, uh, any uppercuts, any hooks. He's like, because we weren't getting into, into, and into a striking battle. We, we had a game plan. He's like, Joe Rogan just didn't know the game plan. And he was speaking to what he was seeing. And yeah, at times it did seem not amateur esque, but yeah, you know, his head was up. He was taking shots on the chin. His hands were down. He's like, it's stuff that we need to work on more and get him better at. He's like, He's like, but since day one, we've never said that he's the best at striking. We've been working on it, and we've said there's been improvements. But he's like, yeah, what Joe Rogan said was stupid. So, you know, he did say both. He he gives him credit for being a good analyst, but not knowing what the actual game plan was and knowing what Habib was doing. And, you know, him actually winning every single round anyway, besides that fact. And also, like... <laughs> I wonder if the UFC for the next Habib fight is going to uh, implement like a 30-second delay in the card after <laughs> asking uh, Putin to release the, uh, was it the mobster that uh, sponsors Habib in the, in the post-fight there at the very end? Wait, did you hear, you hear about that, Jeff? Did you hear about that, Jeff? What? The mobster thing, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw that earlier. He's like, he's like, he's going off to speaking like in a huge rant, and then Joe Rogan, like, it was like a good thirty second thing, and Joe Rogan goes, "Oh, what? Okay, so can you translate that for?" Very difficult. Well, can you dumb it down for us? Uh, my brother has a fight coming up. I want to wish him good luck. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure he said Putin in there somewhere. He kind of let that Maybe one. Maybe his Putin. <laughs> and then you go back and you read the comments, and you're like, oh, he's asking Putin to release his mobster sponsor from from fucking jail oh okay like good platform like yeah oh i think uh i think i saw something miguel shared earlier today about that redoom sponsored by that same guy isn't he has something to do with yeah, yeah. i think, I think weidman I think, was yeah. oh really i don't know if he's anymore but he was before i know he's gotten flack for it I think isn't Verdum. I think Verdum trained with one of those. I mean, maybe not uh, Russia, but that um, Chechnya um, leader or one of the leaders, like left hand guys, kind of thing. The guy that was all anti homophobic from Chechnya. Yeah, yeah. Was that was that Verdum? That I think so. What? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. Crazy shit, man. Overall, though, oh, that's the one thing I want to. I forgot to tell you. I was like, I, the only reason I think Alec Quinn was able to get this fight, the only reason was I think because he had talked so much shit about UFC. Dana White just kind of gave him this opportunity just to get an ass whooping by Habib. Probably. Like, uh, hey, Kate, I, take this fight. You'll be back in our good graces. 
Yeah, I think so. I mean, I mean, I think it's a really good possibility. Plus, they just needed somebody to save the fucking card, and the kid was willing. Yeah, yeah. Like um, I said, get thrown at once. Yeah, the whole the whole community going ape shit crazy about he's exposed, he's exposed was really fucking annoying. It's like I don't know how many times because like I don't I don't get a ton of notifications from that one group that we're all a part of anymore, but. Uh, I, I'll see stuff as I'm scrolling through, like posts will pop up in my newsfeed, and I couldn't tell you how many he's the same thing, basically screaming about how he's exposed and you know. Well, it's always been I mean, Michael Johnson tagged him. Like it's always been known that he can get touched. It's just right. His chin, but his chin is is actually is showing to be able to take the punch. Like, it's not if he's getting knocked out and he constantly has his hands down. It's a big deal. Look at but he gets once in every like what he said. He's twenty five and zero, and he's been touched hard in maybe three of those fights. Look at Barboza. He was just taking that kick and walking through. Yeah, like just walking uh, forward. I mean, yeah, it is. It is what it is. I mean, like you can. I mean, sure, maybe one day it's going to catch up to him, but he could go thirty five and zero and have. You know, ten defenses of that title, and have like you like like super fights in that time frame before he starts to fall off. It's right now. Yeah, he's eating shots. He might be looking sloppy, but he's still winning the fight. At the end of the day, what's it matter? Right. Um. I don't really have anything else I took away from that. I haven't watched it a second time through. I tried today, but my feed was being stupid. Give him Gaethje. <laughs> Give him Gaethje. <sighs> Who? Uh, Habib? Habib, Gaethje. There we go. No, there, there is a line of guys that are gonna get that title yeah, shot I know, I know. before Justin Gaethje. Gaethje's got to get past fucking the diamond this weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's got to get past Dustin first. Uh, dude. Does anybody understand why Ioana thinks she won that fight? Yeah, the uh, striking, but at, looking at the numbers after the fight, she did land more, and she did have a higher percentage in both striking and significant strikes. So there is that argument from her point, but Rose did I feel have more pressure overall. So I think she's just looking at the numbers and not the whole thing. But <clears throat> I can see where her argument comes from. Yeah, I thought Rose dominated, and then I saw the numbers, and I'm like, well, I don't care what the numbers are in this right. situation because there was a complete domination. I don't know what they're, they're scoring as significant strikes because a lot of those strikes that Joanna landed were not significant I didn't compared think so either. to the ones Rose landed. Like yeah. if you compare if you compare them to Rose's significant strikes, Rose definitely landed way more like better significant yeah. strikes. I mean, even <clears throat> I think it was I don't know if it was Jimmy Smith or Joe Rogan, um, but at the beginning of that second round, he had commented about um, either thinking that Rose, he thought that Rose ate more punishment or Joanna did more damage. One, like, do I forget their wording? Uh, but they, you know, they basically said like Joanna did more damage at that first round. They thought, but. At the start of the second round, you can see a lot more swelling, a lot more redness on Ioana's face than on Rose's face. And so for me, I went back and watched that first round like a couple of times, just the first round. And Rose 
definitely looked a lot better in that first round after the, I mean, it does suck to kind of hear it and then go back and look at it. You can't do it at, at the moment, mm-hmm. but Rose did look a lot better in the first round than I, than I initially thought. I, I think it's, uh, to me, the, the numbers are misleading in the significant strike department. I agree. Just because of, for the leg of the leg, yeah, exactly the leg kicks, and how much are you weighing the leg kicks? Because the leg kick shouldn't win you the round just because you're landing a leg kick. The leg kick you're banking it in so it can pay off later later on in the rounds. That way you can stop their movement later rounds and you can take the later rounds or get the finish because you immobilize them to a point where you can catch them way better. This. This wasn't. This was the case to a certain point. Till Rose turned on the championship championship switch and pulled off the fifth round because we yeah. had the first and second round go to Rose, in my opinion, dominantly, mm-hmm. and then the third round was. I think you give it to Joanna, maybe. Yeah, I did. That 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 one was close because I thought Rose had the beginning of it, but I thought she was fading, and towards the end, Joanna came on strong. So that one was to a close round, in my opinion. And the fourth was definitely Joanna. So that's that's where the that's where it could be two two going into the fifth. But Rose went boom, turned the switch, and I think she took the the fifth round. And I think Joanna trying to bank on the leg kicks kind of backfired on her when Rose said, "Fuck this, I'm not losing my title. I'm going for this takedown." And she she landed the better significant strikes because, I, like well, I said. To your point, like like you said, like you're landing leg kicks to immobilize your your opponent, or to possibly cause a stoppage by kicks, and all that did to Rose was allow her to keep moving forward and to get the takedown. So I mean, how significant were those kicks if it did no damage? Like sure, it got red, but you saw that her kicks aren't as good as her knees, and she couldn't get in. Whenever she tried to get into the clinch, it seemed that Rose was right there expecting it. And would pop her and back her up a little bit. <clears throat> Rose was really good at resetting. Very yeah. good at resetting. Stepping over either side to mm-hmm. side and resetting. But she and did I slow think, her down a little bit with those leg kicks. Yeah, and, and, and I think that was... The, the leg kick was forced by Rose resetting and having such great movement. Joanna couldn't get comfortable with those <clears throat> with the hands. She couldn't, she couldn't give her these hands, but... It, th- that's where the numbers get they get tricky. You shouldn't you shouldn't be going to win the round. You should be going to finish your opponent. And I think that's what the purpose was. I think Joanna was going. I'm a leg kick, leg kick, and bank on the later rounds and get the decision by taking the later rounds. And I think Rose was just coming on strong, gassed out towards the end of the third, took the fourth off and came back the fifth and won the fight. And also, like you have to wonder, and, and this has been mentioned. For a lot of fighters, like we've talked about it, and it's been talked about on tons of other shows. But Yuana has, in recent history, a lot talked about the one to have a family, you know, that kind of stuff. And you have to wonder, like, she loses that fight. She blames her weight. Sure, she maybe her weight cut wasn't good. Maybe the nutritionist wasn't good. But when you start talking about wanting to raise a family, that means you're not focusing on the game as much. And you got to wonder, like, is she the uh, the the Ioana that we saw fight Jessica Penne 
You know, like, it, it, or is she now needing to take that two-year break and then do her thing, do the do the personal life, and then come back? Mm. Maybe, maybe like I think who if, knows she, where she's, because if she takes that break, she's her- done. <laughs> she's done. Like she'll she won't come back because she's been talking about retirement for a while now. So I think she's trying to get all this in before she stops, so she can once she has a family, she's done. Yeah, that's the way it seems. seems. It just seems like like, I don't think her her heart is where it was. Mm -hmm. And I think that, you know, blaming the nutritionist and the weight cut, that's that that may be true. But you have to know what got you to the show. And if at and if at two seventeen you weren't preparing yourself right, you step back and say, No, 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 we haven't done this way before. We gotta change back to the way that we used to. And she didn't do that, and right. she lost in spectacular fashion. And now she comes back this time, and ah. she doesn't do as much talking, and she still loses. And now it's like, okay, what's her personal life like? What's the, the all those years of Muay Thai done to her chin? Maybe she's not able. Maybe she's a little more um, hesitant yeah. to get in there. Like, there's a lot of things that like it happens to everyone. Maybe this is just the end of her run. I, I don't think it's the end of the run. Personally, I think it's a matter of Rose being that much better than her in the terms of Joanna's a really, really good kickboxer with very, very good takedown defense. And she hasn't strayed away from that game plan. She doesn't do anything really different than what she's gotten to the championship with. And if you do that for so long, people are going to figure you out and they're going to get your game plan down. And use it in, and use it to stop you. Look what happened around that. Everyone knew she was going for the takedown. Holly Holm came with the low hips, didn't let Ronda get under the center of her gravity. So Ronda never got the throw. She could never uh, establish the grappling very well. So she had a strike with a boxing champion, a kickboxing champion. Got knocked down. <laughs> the, Red, the Red Sox went fourteen to one there, Jeff. That uh, was that celebration. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, then I mean, you also got to factor in. Rose's training camp like Trevor Whitman is an extraordinary striking coach Mm -hmm. a a very good game planning striking coach she trains with her fucking boyfriend who's a goddamn gorilla yeah what a striker he is too he's a great striker great kickboxing striker but she also trains with Valentina Shevchenko yeah and she's got a pretty good ground game, right? Rose, I, I think that's I, always been Rose's strength. Was I, I her think that's just a game. matter of a well-rounded her striking game top, has come top level. Yeah, a well-rounded up. top level game. Like she's developed her striking. Now I want to see where the takedown defense is at because that's where she lost the show at to Carla, and she's been able to beat yeah. almost everyone else. But I want to see her face a. Wrestling heavy, strong person. Well, she's, to see if she's cleaned that up. I think she Which has. Is, she was really yeah, yeah. young. She's cleaned up a lot, and she's super young, and she seems to be training and developing her skill set at an unbelievable pace. She was super young when she was on the Ultimate Fighter. Yeah, I think she was. Well, that's the other thing. Like a lot of people thought that. <clears throat> You know, Rose was just like that sacrificial lamb. Like, I mean, everyone on that show was supposed to be the sacrificial lamb to Carla. Yeah. And eventually, and eventually, Rose just lost that final or the finale, I should say, 
And well, they were trying to set it up to between Tisha and Carla for the final. That fight that, that never has yeah. never you know never got to happen. And then you see where where Carla was supposed to just like dominate and be like then with John Jones, the GSP, the Anderson Silva kind of thing, and it just never happened. And you take a look at where those careers went. Like Rose, <clears throat> Rose has I think one loss aside from Carla in the UFC. I, I yeah. Hold on, I'll bring it up. She, I know, I, I can't to, remember who it is, but I want to say she has one loss in the in the UFC. But aside from that, like she's just dominated all of her fights, and she's always looked impressive. She lost. And, I mean, she lost a split to uh, Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, that's her only loss. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you look at, I mean, and no slouch of a loss, really. I mean, she's constantly growing and you, uh, you just get more and more impressed with like Michelle Waterson everyone thought was going to run through her. Uh, Paige Van Zandt was supposed to run through her. Right. And <clears throat> and she just doesn't let it happen. Like it she like she's the kind of person where you don't think she's going to win and she does. And you, it's almost like the last fight everyone thought Joanna was going to take her. She shockingly knocks her out. And this time around everyone goes, "Oh, it could have been a fluke." Like she just doesn't get the credit. I, like, I, I thought I thought Joanna could have come back and won. I thought she looked so good. too. She did look good. She looked good. She just didn't do just... enough. At some point, people like I feel like people are just gonna have to like admit the fact that Rose is legitimate. Like it's, no one wants to say it for whatever reason, but no, she is. She definitely is. Yeah. Now, I, like I said, I just want to see if she polished up that takedown defense. But she's like Chris. She's like Chris Wadman, man. People just don't want to respect her. People still try to discredit Wadman for beating Silva. Yeah. First and, first time it was a fluke. Second time, oh well, he broke his leg. No, Chris Weidman broke his leg. But then even then, like after after that fight, it was oh well, he beat Machida. He's old. Oh, he beat Belfort. He's old. Like right. it was always an excuse for oh he's he's fighting uh, Rockhold, who's legit, and he gets beat. Well, no, he got beat by Rockhold because he threw a bad kick. Yeah, like he was winning that fight until he threw that kick. I mean. <clears throat> Then he got taken down. Yeah, and that's and that's that was where you know, like at some point people just had to just look at what you have. Like you have a great fighter, you have a great athlete. Just enjoy them for what they are. Like Christ, like because the then they're gone, and you start wishing that you would appreciate them at the time. The good thing is, is Rose is young, so she's got she's got a while. She yeah, can... and she now has that advantage also of she's twenty five she years gets, old. As she gets older and just naturally puts on weight, she has that 125 division. She doesn't have to jump up to 135. She can do like a slow, gradual grow, like as her career progresses, as she chooses to do it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But although she has said, I don't know if you guys listened to her and Pat, I think Pat Bear was on it too, but she was on the uh, JRE. Yeah. MMA. M- M- it was Pat the was MRA show, the hour or whatever. Yeah, Pat was on there. <laughs> she, said her, she said her goal is to be up by 30. She wants to make all her money and be retired by thirty from fighting. That's so good for her. I mean, get that paper, boo boo. Yep, she's got, her, she's got her. She's got her end goal set, and now she's. I mean, she's so marketable, and now she's beaten the undefeated twice. Like, yeah, just throw throw on your throw all your money in the right way at her and market her the right way, and just start building around her. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Well. The thing too, like now, if 
she beats Andrade whenever they fight, you can do a rematch with Kowalkiewicz. Yeah. Kowalkiewicz? Kowalkiewicz. Kowalkiewicz? Kowalkiewicz. It depends on who the fuck is saying it. I talked to people right from Poland, and I laid the word out right in front of them, and they all have said Kovacavich. That's where I go with Kovacavich, but I, I go right with what the polls say. Oh, and all, oh, by the way, did she not have the absolute best response to the whole Conor McGregor thing? Did you hear what she said? No. <laughs> so they were always talking about everyone. Oh, what do you think about Conor? You're on the bus, and this and that, and they're like, Oh, were you ever afraid? Uh, when you were on the bus, when Connor went nuts, and she goes, "No, I'm from Poland." That was the best. Oh was no, like, yeah, yeah, I did see that. I did see that. Really? No, she's she's a, so, she's a gangster, yeah. dude. Yeah, she is. So like, no, I'm from Poland. Like, how great is that? Like, I, I secretly, I'm secretly in love with her. Oh, I got. I think Cole Kevitz is sorry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. She was at bus and didn't pull out of a fight like Kies and Borg, those little ninnies. You you caused this whole thing. Don't insult other people. They got fucking hit with goddamn glass. Hey, and who doesn't love a woman that could take a punch to the face? But oh, no. <laughs> the opinions of Rafael Chidez do not represent those of the average Joe's MMA show. Happy. <laughs> We do not condone fucking abusing women. It's a joke. <laughs> hey, I'm just putting the disclaimer out there. <laughs> yeah, they do all the time for jackass. Right. They have to. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Warning. <laughs> I used... you, guys, you guys can't see it right now because we're not on YouTube, but I'm lighting firecrackers out of my butthole. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Only Jeff and Ryan can see this. <laughs> See, hey now, guys! Hey guys! guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh fucking Christ, man! Seventeen. This is what it's come to. Seventeen days. Seventeen days till I'll be fucking smoking weed with Raphael. Yeah, you'll be sitting right over there. Yeah. Look right over there. Yeah, you. Be doing fucking joint tutorials and shit. Yep. I got three cameras now. Hopefully, I can get this thing going. This uh, GoPro that I got. You got two. It's an off-brand. So learn how to use it. You got two weeks, son. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, what did uh, what'd you think of your boy OAM? Kind of shocking, kind of not. I mean, I expected I would, him to I, win, but I, I expect, said he would win by. I expected him to win. And I guess I should have expected that kind of performance just because of where Evan Dunham is in his career. Like he is kind of, you know, he's on the, he's on like, not even the back nine, he's on like the back three, realistically. Like he's been around for a while. It's, should have been expected that he would have been finished, but the fashion that, uh, that he, that he was finished in was, was, <laughs> I haven't put the words like, like I think, because I had missed it, I you would I'd asked you who had won the Beck fight, and you would uh, told me that that result plus the OAM one, and I had to wait and find it online afterwards. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, like that was. And then he shaved his mustache. Was, you know, 
What a shame. Yeah. Everyone, everyone looks better with a stash. He immediately shaved his mustache the next day. But Maybe uh, even that night. I mean, it, 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 I almost feel like Saturday night we saw it at the end of like both uh, Dunham and Lozon. I think Lozon I, I like needs those, to be done. I, I can't like watch him get beat like, anymore. Yeah, like as, like those guys, like they they were solid workhorses. They were like they were basically gatekeepers from the beginning of their career without having that actual title, because they were always the guys that would like if you were upper echelon, you would beat them, or you would go to war with them. And if you weren't legit, you would get you would lose, or you would, if you if you were always going to be middle of the card, you would lose kind of thing. Like those those two guys were constant in the octagon, would give you trouble, kind of guys. And it's been so long seeing both of those guys that I just, as much as I don't want to see them go, it's one of those things where you know what, it's time to hang it up, no matter how much it sucks. Dunham, I'm whatever about. Like, I don't have any personal feelings either way with him. But, like, I I love Joey Lozon. I've been a fan of his since he shocked the shit out of me, stepping in the cage against Jens Pulver and fucking beating him. And I was like, what the fuck? Who, what, who is this kid? And then they put him on the Ultimate Fighter. And yeah, that's right. He fucking goes out there and... Kick some ass. You know, I just, I, I I grew to really like Joe, and I can't stand watching him fight like this anymore. I don't yeah. want to see him get beat up. In, uh, I can never say the guy's name. Gritzmock, Gritzmocker. Gritz, Gritzmocker. Gritzmocker, yeah. I never I can't never say the, that, that UE combination, but. It should be uh, Gritzmocker, but he, he says it's Gritzmocker. Yeah. Seeing how he was such like a iffy fighter to even be in the UFC after the Ultimate Fighter, and not having a win in two and a half, three years, something like that, and how he made Joe Lozon look like an amateur. Yeah, it was the, Lozon came out fast, and I think that he knew he had to, and he just spent too much too soon, and like, like I think Joe Rogan said it during the during the fight, but how. He didn't stop the fight during the second round at some point was shocking. And it's true. Like he was, I said that like, too. I yeah. Like, his, his, like, <clears throat> like, if, the, like the corner threw in the towel. Sure. The corner t- walked over and said, we're, we're ending this now. But when the referee would have walked over and saw that he could not open his eyes, he couldn't do was, was no way that going to stop regardless. I was sitting in my living room, sounding like Adrian and Rocky going, stop the fight. <laughs> just like god damn yeah, man was, yeah like at what point like it was just call that shit bro so brutal like yeah yeah at joey joey needs to hang it up man Agreed. there's not much left for him to do like unless oh, like dude, just... he's 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 gonna be on the verge of being like on fight on like uh fight nights or run or or the opening card of a card like, like he was this past weekend or the uh prelim main event like he's he's not he's they're pointless fights he's gonna be getting from this point out he's just gonna be getting the young hungry pup who wants to become the full-grown wolf and that's not at a position where he wants to be he hasn't not won in- consecutive <laughs> fights since 
2013 and to 2014 when he beat Kiesa. But since then, it's just been win, loss, win, loss, win, loss, and now he's lost three in a row. Just bro. some of those also were like against an old Jim Miller, an old Diego Sanchez. He lost to Jim Miller. Was that lost? I thought he beat Jim Miller. No, Jim beat him uh, twice. Twice. Both times they fought, okay. he lost. Some reason I thought he okay, but yeah, like, but like the guys that he's beating aren't necessarily the guys that you want to say you have wins over in 2017, 2018. Marcin Held like, is really like the only. You got a win over Diego in 2016. His only win in yeah. 2017 was against Marcin Held. And Marcin Held, who was in uh, like. And really, Marcin Held won that fight. And, and, and Marcin Held has not panned out to what he was hoping to be when UFC signed him, kind of thing. Like, he's had a rough goal of it in UFC. <clears throat> Marcin Held took him down five times and passed him four. With t- out striking him twenty three to twenty, and takedowns five to one. Joe had one submission. I would say that uh, Marcin Held won that fight, and I remember that fight now because that was just two thousand January two thousand seventeen. So, what card was that one on? Uh, it was a fight night back in January two thousand seventeen. Hold on, I'm loading it now because it didn't tell me the name. Was that the Super Bowl card? Rodriguez Penn, so no, not Super Bowl. Okay. No, I remember that fight now. Yeah. Yeah. It was the co main event of that. So uh yeah, I, Joe Joe gotta go. I, Time to just focus on I the coaching. I rather I, I miss Joe Lozon than I've watched him take too many shots to the head. Yeah. I don't need another Diego. Ew. Nope. Uh, I don't know. I don't really got anything else for the card. I I talked most of my feelings out Saturday, and I didn't really. I watched a couple of fights over again, but didn't get to watch most of it. So I don't have an what opinion. What about on the it. beat? What do you think about the beat, uh, Ryan? Oh, <clears throat> um, who do you? Uh, yeah, did you guys know the beat had a broken hand going into the fight? Apparently, no. Really? Yeah, he broke it no. hitting pads in the back before. Oh, damn. In warm-ups. Damn. Like, I, uh, I'd i seen Bochniak once or twice, I think, in UFC. Twice. Zabit, I I never saw him fight, but I had heard about him, like, because just the, 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 the Dagestani uh, Kalahabib connection kind of thing. I've been on his nuts. Uh, oh, watching oh. that fight, like the things that he threw, like the styles of kicks, was just like. <sighs> I'm sorry, Mr. Bosniak has fought five times now in the UFC. He's done pretty well too. I've seen, I know, but I've seen, I've, I've seen him, I think twice. Saying, I got yeah, he fought back in January against Brandon Davis. Did he fight Cater, or was that someone different? Somebody else. He fought. Yeah. He's fought Brandon Davis, Jeremy Kennedy, Enrique Barzola, and Charles Rosa, going all the way back to 2016. Plus Nazabit. Did he fight I, on the, the Detroit card, Jeff? What? Did was he on the Detroit card? Boschnek? No. 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 So he was a, so the Boston cards. I'm thinking of. 
from earlier this year. He was um, he was on two twenty. Okay, versus Clark, right? Uh, versus Davis. Exactly Davis, yeah, he fought Davis. Davis. He fought Davis. Yeah, that was yeah. So that's what that I think turned me on to him a lot. But I was expecting low from him just because a six foot three, one forty fiver just seems like trouble for anyone. It's kind of like John Jones at light heavyweight. Right. He just doesn't match up fairly. Like you have to have that Gustafson that's going to give him trouble. Otherwise the reach is going to give him such a strong advantage if he has the right technique. And I had heard about him and I, like I said, like having that Dagestani connection, I thought it was going to be a lot of trouble, but fuck. I think I came away more impressed with, uh, with Bochniak than with Zabit just because of what he ate and how he just came forward, sticking his tongue out and smiling and dropping his hands and like saying, punch me, do it again, do it again. Like he, was like he I think he knew in that second round that he was not going to fight so he's like I might as well just make a name for myself and he definitely did that and like I'm I mean both like, actually I said to Kara when I was watching that fight I really wish that Zabit had had more fights because watching that fight I was I would throw down 60 bucks to watch Zabit and Max Holloway right now I don't want to see him versus your year because he might beat your year yeah I think he can beat your year yeah, I think, I think uh, Brennan Schaub said it perfectly. Like he, yeah, you need to take that fight now before Zabit has a lot more technique and a lot more fights in the UFC because Yair can might have a good chance of beating him, but give him that fight in a year's time, and Yair would stand no chance at all. Uh-uh. And that last like ten fifteen seconds, where just like threw down against the cage, was phenomenal. It was a great fight. It was a great fight. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything else. We talked about Evan Smith and Beck Rollins. Not a great fight, but good win for Ashley Evan Smith. And I think she's hot. Yeah. Dab booty. Uh, see if there's any major changes to the fighter rankings. George St. Pierre moves up three spots to the fucking in the pound for pound. George St. Pierre. What in the fucking piss? No matter what you do, he just keeps getting better. These are from you know know, these are from a couple of weeks ago. But do you know how come he's climbing the rankings? Because Habib, I I am not that impressed with your performance. That's why. Habib had such a poor showing. That George St. Pierre got better from not doing anything. Except for those rankings came out March 21st. So because they, I'm not they impressed with your interpretation. Eey. Hey, I never said I did a good. <laughs> I never said I did a good George St. Pierre, but it's just amazing that the the voters and writers knew how bad Habib was going to look that far in advance. I like how much shit talk he's just thrown out of Habib all of a sudden. Never, never, never has said one bad word about this guy in his career. Now, all of a sudden, Ryan Dempsey's fucking, he's like, he's turned fucking heel on Habib. Like, all of a sudden, now now he hates him more than I don't like Tony. When Kala Habib costs us three fights and I get blamed for it, I mean, unbelievable. Come to Canada. Come on, I'll show you what a real man does. 
one Kala Habib. Go on the gauntlet right now. He would fucking murder you in front of your whole family. You could try. He would make your family watch you die. You could try. <laughs> it would take the Mounties way too long to get there before he killed you. In fact, it would be so ugly. I would take a break from whooping him. I would have a couple beers, maybe smoke a stogie, and then go back into it. <laughs> go home, Ryan. You're drunk. <laughs> I am home. Well, go to bed. You're drunk. You're looking up from that tall boy. Yeah, fucking, <laughs> you're, you're talking some fucking Mr. Lady <gasps> nonsense. Mr. Lady, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you guys never saw me take my shirt off. When I take my shirt off, business gets real. No, oh, pants no. off. Yeah, it's pants. It's pants off. It's pants off. Then it gets real. I'm like Randy. I, I look weak the second, the second the pants come off and I can start moving again. Take them down. They can call me uncle. That sounds slightly sexual. He likes it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's get into some news. Uh, I'm going to start with a sad story first. So Paige Van Zandt's got an autobiography coming out to, or coming out soon, oh. and she was out doing her book tour today on Good Morning America, and she uh, talked about the story in her book of being sexually assaulted in high school. Yeah. Yeah, that was some some really messed up shit. Yeah. And like like not even just like the like you hear sexual assault and you think like one little thing but it was like it's like pretty severe. It's not yeah. like, it was, like it was multiple guys. Like it was a messed up situation. Right. Like there's no small scale when it comes to sexual assault, but this was like no. large scale. It's- it's just degrees. It's like yeah, this was instead of like a small simmer. This was like boiling water kind of thing. Like it was. It's bad. It was. It's a bad situation. I feel. I feel for the girl. Like my heart broke when I read I, that. I, yeah. I, I saw her book on the weekend at the store, and I almost picked it up just because I needed something new to read. And I just for whatever reason I skipped over it, and then I saw, uh, I saw this morning the news story, and I was just like, you know, that's probably best that I didn't pick that up. Just you know, being the father of a young girl, probably best that I don't have any more. List- I mean, I already hear enough things in the news that make me angry. That the last thing I need is to actually read a story about it actually happening directly to someone. Yeah, I mean, it may- my respect level for Paige goes up for her to the the strength she's got just to over you know to go through that and overcome it and. You can see it in her as a fucking fighter, man. Just how tough she is yeah. and how resilient she is. Because I've, I've said it time and time again. She's impressed me so much just because I don't see it in her to be that badass of a fighter. Her fight because with Rose, go- man. Like, how many times yeah. Rose had her and she just fought out of it? Yeah. I, I always thought she was going to lose and she'll somehow pull it off and get a knockout or a yeah. submission. I'd be like, what the fuck? When it's when she comes out and they talk about her background as a competitive cheerleader, and you're just like, "Oh, this girl's gonna get murked," and all she does is just these things. Like, so you can kind of see that, like, when you find something like that, like you kind of see why she does. Like, she should maybe she was the cheerleader and she was not so tough, and then something happened where she realized. I mean, not to downgrade, but like, was it? Uh, Jennifer, 
uh, Lopez movie that's stronger, where she like all of a sudden she like gets assaulted and she does take up like some kind of like a martial art or guy, I think it was Jenny yeah, from the so, Block. Yeah, yeah, but she did this movie a couple of years back. But it's a kind of this movie thing that, like, that. and and she had to like just dug deep because she never wanted it to happen again, kind of thing. Like that was more than a couple of years ago. It was quite a few, like seven, like a couple. And, 15. I said that's probably more 8 15. plus. No, that long? What was the um, na- what's the name of the movie? I'll google it right now. I, I want to say I, I'm I'm go yeah, let's 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 guess right now. What do you know the name of the movie? We could just uh do Jessica or Jennifer Lopez and you'll find it. I thought it was stronger. I'm going 15. What are your guesses before we find it? Uh, I'd say I'm going to say it was I'm going to say it I'm came sure out 20, between 2008 yeah. and 2000. I'll say I'll say nine years. We'll just I'll split the difference and say 2009. Is was it enough? Yes, that yeah, that's it. 2002. It's been ah, yeah. holy Whoa! shit! I almost got it. I it came out. It. That came out my like when I was either in high school or just graduated. I oh, that long. Yeah, bro. Since 2002. Holy crap, hey. Yeah. Well, yeah, cuz I kind of guessed it cuz I'm like I'm like I was like in my teenage years and I'm like 15 years ago I'd be 14. I'm like, yeah, 15 sounds good. Cuz I've been 2003, so you were wrong. Both only counts in horseshoes and grenades. Yeah. Yeah, but you were way the fuck off. Yeah. And I admit that I was way right off. I was way I was the like, fuck no, off too, right. so. I admit I was a year <laughs> off. Suck it. But anyway, but yeah, back to the topic though. Like, yeah, like massive props to her for being able to like, so like, do what she has done and how she changed her life around. Yeah, and being and being strong to even tell the story and right. not be shamed anyway because it only came out with the book. It's never been mentioned in all of her um, build-up shows or anything like that in UFC. It's never once been mentioned. No. So for her to keep it that buried until this moment really shows how strong of a person she is like internally also. Well, I don't know if that's something the UFC would bring up on her build-up show at age 14. She was gang raped. No, but I mean, not necessarily bring it up, but it was something that could get mentioned. Like she like, just like not details, but say like at some point she could like, it could get brought up. Things get found out. Not necessarily. No, I know what you mean. And and then once it gets brought up, it gets mentioned everywhere. Right. So no, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Uh, yeah, good for. I mean, good for Paige for having the courage to come out and talk about it, put it in her book, and be maybe somebody that can inspire somebody else to talk about their story. You know, the Me Too or get, or they had a situation like that. Maybe they can turn to a martial arts thing to like instead of taking like the the wrong way out, take the strong way out. There you go. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Uh, so Brock Lesnar has signed a new deal with the WWE, but still has option for one UFC fight. That's in the contract. Apparently. So he drops uh, title in May, June. Maybe he he drops it at the, there's a little rumor going out. You guys saw the fight. 
you guys saw what happened to Roman. Yeah, with the blood and him putting him through the Spanish table that WWE was yeah. pissed. Yeah, so WWE was pissed because he kind of went off script and maybe they didn't have him winning and maybe Brock Lesnar went off script in order to retain his belt to have this contract negotiations. He keeps the belt, his contract's over. They have to give him a new contract, and he has that option to go to UFC. Then he puts it in there. So he was. So the rumor is that he was supposed to stop it. No, the rumor is. Well, the rumor is that he he hit Roman with a elbow, and because Roman got gushed open and was like, yeah, I remember, he looked like you were, you were telling me. So he didn't. He so he didn't blade. It was like a. It was a Lesnar thing. I thought he bladed, but apparently Lesnar hit him with an elbow that cut him open. And oh, okay. uh, they had to end the match fast because you could even see Roman uh, kind of freaking out. Like he he has to like he he looks at his hand like shit. That's a lot of blood. And then they they end the match a little bit after that. He split and that, up is that Randy Orton before uh, too. Yeah, he did it to Randy Orton. Is that uh, so? That would have been the I saw the story Monday morning about um, him and Vince getting into it in the back, and he like threw the title on the ground in front of Vince, kind of thing. So they. That's where all that would have stemmed from then. I heard that as well, if, yeah. So that's that what it was true. Yeah. So they take the strap off him at that fucking 50 man, that, that Royal Rumble thing coming up in Saudi Arabia? Possibly, yeah. I could see it. So he can go train for his fight and then come back? Yeah, because he has to get into the USADA training pool. Yeah, and I say what is that, that um, it's, what is it? Four to six months for the testing pool? I think it's going to be six now. They gave him that four-month exemption last time, if I'm mistaken. No, it was shorter, way shorter. Was it shorter? Yeah, He was given the four-month exemption because he only did one month of testing. So his so his exemption was for, for, for the previous four months. Whatever it is, they're definitely going to make him do the whole fucking shebang jabang this time. He ain't getting no goddamn exemption. So, He's becoming a sure. That fight looking like me. <laughs> Man, he knows, so don't fuck up this time, bro. I don't think he will because now, if he's going into that testing pool and he knows he has to do it the whole time, I think he's just going to get in there, eat, eat the loss, and get a massive payday, and then go back to the WWE and just continue doing this thing there, whatever they have to perform or oh, fuck just yeah. take or take his cash from the UFC and just right off into the sunset and say, I don't need either of you. Right off into Canada? When I use you to use you. Yeah. Just go to his little shack out in Saskatchewan and he needs do thing. six months of clean tests before fighting. Yeah, okay. So he'll need at least three months from now to get off the to get off the juice. So, nah, so nine can, months. He can cycle in a couple of weeks. Um. Yeah, I think I think you know if, if I remember right, he can get off the cycle in a few weeks. So, if he hasn't already started cycling off with this being a plan, mm-hmm. he, right. may have, he may have already stopped. It, you know, once you get yeah. on your off cycle, you clean yourself out. <laughs> Step one: get off steroids. Step two: <laughs> fuck up Roman Reigns. Step three, yeah, yeah. start eating, uh, start eating uh, horse meat. Yeah, from Mexico, yeah. Get it imported. <laughs> Find uh, out it's a supplier, too. Right. It's in the crunch stuff. Last story I got of the night. 
Uh, Nick Diaz accepts a one-year USADA suspension for his 2017 whereabouts violation where he violated three times in a 12-month period, um, not keeping USADA informed on where he was. Yes, there it is. <laughs> there it is. Last time it was Joey Diaz, and it threw me the fuck off. Yeah. Or a few times. What the fuck, dog? What the fuck, dog? Uh, so... He will be be reinstated next week. Uh, the nineteenth or twentieth? Nineteenth. Yeah, because I think yeah, I remember because I thought, oh come on, you couldn't make him legal to fight on four twenty. Come on, like would have yeah. been so perfect. Of course, it's right there. No, because you know they're gonna drug test him on four twenty one. I'm not. I'm not taking the day oh. off. I'm not taking. Well, I mean, it's a, reg- it's a regular fucking day for me. Everyone, everyone asked me like, "Oh, what are we gonna do? It's a, Smoke?" It's a Friday. <laughs> it's at least it's a Friday. I got a show that night. I'm playing my buddy's tenth annual fucking four twenty party. So at a, nice at a place in Grand Rapids that I've never played and always wanted to. So I'm pretty stoked about that. I forgot that's a week away. Fuck. I haven't even done any, Friday. I haven't done any promotion for that's, it. Uh, what do you guys want to see Nick uh, come back to if he does come back? Depends on to... depends on where he's going to come, what weight class he's going to try to come back to. Is he going to come back at 185 or is he going to come back at 170? I like the idea of the Condit one, but at this point, I mean, Condit's, at this point, I think Condit's, like, Condit's probably on his last last fight or two anyway. Well, even if, even if Condit beats Oliveira, the way that those last few fights have been he's always on on the fence and he takes so much time off like does nick want to just come big be eligible do the testing and get in the into the octagon sooner does he want to wait for a long period of time for that kind of guy like probably not going to get he's probably not going to get i want wouldn't mind condit but i kind of want to see him get um i don't even know who i want to see him get i wouldn't mind seeing him and and colby covington (laughs) Already, already. Getting the title shot in uh, Chicago. Yeah, yeah, he's in the shop. He's not going to win, so so he's going to be. A, he's a, he's not going to get a big name. So go for Diaz. Mike Perry like wants to, to fight him. Yeah. Oh, Mike Perry. Mike Perry called him out. Said he would fight him. He said we can hang. He what's that? Yeah, he called out Diaz. He said we can hang out up to the fight, smoke a bunch of weed, and then go in and beat the shit out of each other. And then go smoke some more weed. I go smoke some more weed. Yeah. <laughs> Why not Robbie Lawler? Let's get uh, the two, the second fight. Ooh, wouldn't mind that one. That'd be good to see now. I mean, Lawler does need something. I mean, they're both a good name for like a, a fight night main event, maybe in in Cali. That's the main event right there, brother. Well, they're You're coming. UFC. They're coming to fucking. Oh no, they already got that headlined with uh, Dillashaw and Garbrandt. Garbrandt. But they're coming to California. I think it's L.A., but they're coming to California in August. Going, going back, back to Cali, Cali. I'm high as fucking hell. Yeah, I'm high as shit. Dude, that dad <laughs> rocked me earlier. You two were talking, and I was just zoned. Yeah, right. I know. Yeah, yeah, we saw I was just like, 
Jeff's eyes are rolling in the back of his head right now. Dude, I'm like, all right, we'll take this over. Oh I think we were talking about food or something. Yeah, yeah you, guys, you guys were talking about, about ritually park, killing animals. Yeah. You guys were talking about ritually killing animals, and I'm just fucking dabbed out. Like, Don't step on my culture, bro. I'm not stepping on your culture, bro. My culture fucking does all kinds of fucking rituals with killing animals. Both my, my Scottish side, they make fucking trite. For God's sake. Uh, takes, haggis. They're haggis. Yeah, that's what I meant. Fuck off. Haggis. Gross shit. Disgusting. And the Irish, we just bombed the fuck of the English. Which are, they mean the English are animals. <laughs> Eat a dick, Frenchie. <laughs> we make a traditional dish out of a dick, too. And I'm talking about <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. It. <laughs> Eat a dick, Frenchie. <laughs> oh, fuck. I miss you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we finally got you on and we've been trying for goddamn ever hey man blame the family I know why, why does a kid need to fall asleep at 4 o'clock in the afternoon when they try to put them down at 1 and they're up till 12 o'clock at night running around I don't know about Dad's that got to the sleep kid. I don't know about that life man I can understand why some people put their kids when they're teething to bed with with, with a rum and gums. It's a combination of I've got real lucky, pull out games pretty good, and I've got real lucky. Talk about real lucky. Number three test just came up negative. <laughs> Bro, you start wrapping yeah. start wrapping it the fuck up. Yeah, bro. You better calm down over there. No shit. You spent too Once many Dempsey death Once touches out there. They're going to be ruining cards all day. Goddamn. Once in a year and a half, and all of a sudden, Kara goes, I feel weird. I'm like, uh-uh. I'm just like, where's my luggage? <laughs> you got two. You guys already made a copy of each other, so you guys are good. Oh, you gotta have a backup. Backup. Now you're getting greedy. <laughs> I think I think you, I think you need to wait a little while before you execute that backup plan, sir. <laughs> let let Connor get a couple years on himself. <laughs> or do you want to keep the machine going and then you know go make her lose the baby weight after? Go full well, Catholic. Always, Just go full Catholic said, and fuck. I wouldn't mind. I've always said I wouldn't mind having my own little soccer team. There. My sister has seven kids. <laughs> I literally go. Sometimes I look at Connor. I'm like, you know what, buddy? I love you beyond words, but yeah. one is more than enough. Sometimes <laughs> I, I hung out with four of my nephews, and that wasn't even all of them this weekend. <laughs> For one sister, because me and my brother don't have kids. I got three, and then I guess like my cousin's kid is kid. my I nephew. Kid. You should state that when you when Jeff when Raph goes I have I you know no kids and you go I have three specify they're not your kids no <laughs> no I don't have any kids and no it's not that I'm not aware of I don't I don't have any fucking kids push I push some <laughs> bitches down the stairs <laughs> what why do you think I took more time. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Knees to the, to Knees to the belly. <laughs> uh, the Plan B pill's been fucking cool. 
No, I've been lucky. I, I smoke uh, I smoke a lot, so my boys, they're like, nah, I'm good. I'm just going to chill. I said I've gotten very lucky. Yeah, it's mostly luck. Sometimes it's because my pullout game is pretty good. And other times it's just real lucky. I've always liked the album doing it. Cause I've had sex twice. I've had sex twice in my life, and look what's happened. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely dated some winners, so I'm really glad that I didn't get any of them pregnant. <laughs> Fuck, my child support would have been huge. Kidding me? Like, it, like I've always said, the next time that we have triplets, it's just gonna be like, oh, firm handshake. <laughs> it's been a good run. <laughs> I'll see you every other weekend. <laughs> All right, I think that's that's gonna wrap shit up. We're at like two hours and twenty minutes. Because Raph and I were already twenty minutes oh, deep yeah. before Ryan jumped in. <laughs> well, and all the technical difficulties of trying to make the shit happen. It's real awkward when I'm by myself. Let me tell you. If only there was someone you knew that could do technology that wasn't a douche. Oh, well. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, I make do with what I can do. Don't talk about Jeff like that, Ryan. He's right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys got anything you want to do before we uh, before we call it a night? Check out Full Hill Podcast. Subscribe, rate, and review. I just dropped the WrestleMania and NXT review. Um, fight companion coming Saturday with me and Frankie, and then a results show with me and Jeff afterwards. Yeah, subscribe yeah. to Full Heel Podcast and uh, subscribe to Average Joe's to both of them and listen to both of them, even if it's the same fucking show. Just fucking do it. Do it. And if Ryan's in town and awake, maybe Ryan can get on the uh, the results show. I mean, it's an early no. show. It's a Fox card. Yeah. Oh yeah, right. Oh yeah, brother. Because let me tell you something. When me and Jeff get together, we have no idea where we're gonna end up. Because we're high as you guys fuck. Need, you guys need that mediator in the middle of the. Of this. <laughs> you are not uh, a mediator because you instigate shit just as much. But I'm a mediator because I I stop you guys from doing one argument and cause another one. True. <laughs> Very true. Uh, I just want to say quickly, uh, I have a lot of very different stances on the issue and everything has happened. But <laughs> yeah, I've the, seen some uh, of them. But to the families of the uh, the humble Broncos in, uh, in Saskatchewan who uh, lost uh, their family members in the bus accident with the hockey team, you know, hearts and thoughts and prayers and all that stuff goes out to them. Uh, I'm not going to get into everything, but, you know, just peace and love to all of them. I wish them the best. And uh, it's nice to see that within 24 hours, the GoFundMe that, that was started got, uh, they're in for $2 million. They, the, after 24 hours, they're at $1.4. And after 48 hours, they're at 6.9. So I wonder how much of that fucking GoFundMe is going to take. Oh, well, I mean, even uh, with the Winnipeg Jets gave the 50-50, uh, their proceeds of it went to the to the families, and That's they cool. had a record breaking record breaking. It was actually between uh, 
the, uh, between the Raptors, Blackhawks too, and then the Jets, and they got uh, $130,000, which is the most that they've ever, so it'll be 260, uh, was the, it was the most they've ever had uh, for the 50-50, and all that went to the families, so cool. it sucks. It sucks. It's a tragedy. Uh, the intersection out there has caused too many deaths. I mean, maybe this is the one where they finally start realizing that something needs to happen over there or a stop sign up. Gonna get into it. Uh, just peace and love, thoughts and prayers, and uh, the humble Broncos are in the hearts of a lot of people. Yeah, it's good to see the the hockey community around rallying around. The uh, the Humboldt Broncos. Even on both sides of the uh, of the border, I don't know if you yeah. guys saw the uh, Falls thing was pretty dope. Where they did the green and gold uh, Niagara Falls uh, stripes was uh, was pretty cool to see. So, all right, I've seen. I mean, I've seen some other teams around in in areas, you know, doing different things for them and stuff. So. <laughs> Even in, in like baseball and basketball, have had uh, tributes too, which is kind of cool to see. So yeah, it's good to see people rallying around the tragedy. It sucks for the families <coughs> and the players that you know lost their teammates and friends and stuff like that. We'd end it on a somber note, Ryan. No, no, no. I'll bring it all the way around. I'll make it positive because say no matter sorry. what, say no matter sorry. what happens. No matter what happens in the world of MMA, just remember, yo, it's me. It's me. It's DDT. You're the worst. <laughs> you are the absolute worst. You owe everybody an apology. You owe everyone an apology for that corny promo you just cut. It's Watch out. Who am I coming after next? Stop it. Stop it. I'll send Justin Gagey up to you. Congress, I know you've, uh, you got a bad knee, don't you? <laughs> Stop it. I'm trying to outro the show. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for another episode. Shut up, Ryan. It's going to wrap it up for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. For Rafael Chidez and our guest, Ryan the Fight Killer Dempsey. I'm Jeff Shanahan. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you on Thursday for another episode of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Steaming on the bookies with the crazy booming back runs Pushing on the real hard just so we can have the big fun When I left Marusi, I was Boulevard status Battling the MC was when Tip was at his status It was one MC after